another week, another talking dirty. Holy loud! Yeah, it was a little loud. My voice is getting better, man. I'm I'm happy. There we go. People can actually understand. I don't sound like I have like a stoma anymore. Another week, another talking dirty. Hey. <laughs> This week we have for you in the NBA, the trade deadline, the madness that occurred today. Ryan's going to break it all down and give us the schematics. Then we take it over to the NFL. We talk Super Bowl 57 and also some other headlines through the week with the free agency in the offseason. Then we take it over to pop culture where we got uh, the new episodes of The Last of Us and The Bad Batch. Then wrapping it all up with the jams of the week. Ryan, how about a word from our sponsor? They're back. They're uh, back. Who's painting? 412-784-1577. If you need a paint job today, call 412-784-1577. Kent's Brothers Painting. And with that being said, let's get into it. You. All right, and guy. Before we get into it, how are you doing? Um, I'm doing. I'm doing magical. I've been immersed in Hogwarts Boo. for the past. That was all right. That wasn't bad. Boo. All right, dude. All right, guy. How are you doing? More like guy. How are you booing? Boo. Well, as you can see, I'm at Hogwarts. I've been fully versed in. Uh, wizardry and witchcraft for the past few days with the new game. Um, it's been awesome, man. I did the uh, I did like the Pottermore website. You ever hear that? No. It's like a website where you can like determine your house and your wand and your Patronus and all this oh, shit. Nice. And you can connect it to the game, so it like chooses like I have my wand that I got in that on that website. That's sick. And it pretty much gave me my house too. What house that I got, huh? What house? Hufflepuff. Nice. I so I've never done that Pottermore. I'm definitely gonna do it when I get the game in April. But, yeah. Oh, uh, sick. Every time I ever take a quiz, I usually get Hufflepuff too. Because mm-hmm. Hufflepuff is just the chill people. It's just like, hey, they're the friendly people who are just like like chilling and doing nothing. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm cool with it. Uh, represent. Black and, and yellow. Uh, black and yellow. Yeah, the black and yellow is nice too. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's that's been my life the past couple of days. How about you? How you doing? It's it's actually kind of funny because my last couple of days have been also been Harry Potter related, but not because of the game. I honestly kind of forgot about the game coming out. I just watched all the movies starting at Chamber of Secret randomly starting sun, Saturday, and I finished mm-hmm. uh, Sunday. I literally watched all the rest. Like I watched two, three, four, five, six, and seven in two days. Yeah, yeah. But not even two days. Saturday night I watched Chamber of Secrets and half of Prisoner of Azkaban, and then woke up Sunday to start the rest. <laughs> It was awesome. It was awesome. Damn. Yeah. I don't, it's all because Chelsea got me in the mood because she's talking. She's rereading the books. Because I showed, I showed her all the movies. She loved them. And then, but she's a big reader. So she just started reading the books. Now she's on uh, the middle of the second one. And okay. Chelsea's so bad at remembering things in movies and TV shows. Like, for everything. Not just Harry Potter. Mm. And it's so funny because she keeps texting me and her friends. Oh, I'm reading the books. I didn't know. Like, this wasn't in the movies. I read this in Chamber of Secrets. This wasn't in the movies. And it absolutely was. And, like, everything she says is always in the movies. What the and fuck's I, a basilisk? Yeah, no, and, and I was like, um, 
and I'm I never read the books. I don't I don't know how to read. I, mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't know how to read. No, so, I'm with you. So I only watch movies. So when she says something, I know it. I know it wasn't in the books because I never read the books. Mm-hmm. And I had to be from the movies. But what's that one? Um, I know I just watched it. I can't remember his name. It's like uh, Lockhart. Uh, Gil- Gilderoy Lockhart. Lockhart. Chelsea thought that was just a book thing. She he, she didn't remember him in the movies. And I said she, he's in like most of the movie. Yeah, like, he's yeah, he's like character. a prominent character. Yeah, and I sent her like screenshots of him in the movie. <laughs> like, do you don't remember him Snape on the tables doling? Do you remember him yeah. being in the Chamber of Secrets with Ron and Harry? Like, there's he's in the entire movie. <laughs> he's a defense against the dark arts teacher. Yeah, <laughs> one of the many. Yeah, every movie is a different person. Mm. Well, every book, I guess, too. Yeah, yeah. I love Harry Potter. Um, we were te- I'll tease. We'll tease it for the listeners. We are gonna do a Harry Potter draft style here in the next like month or two. Yeah, that'd be sick. I'm I'm for it. Yeah, this episode's too packed to invite our guest on for it, but maybe some some to some some episodes soon we're gonna do a Harry Potter extravaganza. Yeah, I'm down. I'm hundred percent in. Yeah, I'm definitely in. Um, but before we get into the NBA, crazy NBA stuff, I do have a pre pod question. Rank the top three uh fast food restaurant mascots. Or a- any food. mascots? Yeah. Who's the top three? Who's your top three? Fuck. I don't. I don't know too many. I feel you definitely know when you when you get rolling. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could rattle off some, but I don't. I mean, I've never like considered like ranking them. McDonald's has like ten. No, I know. Like you got Mayor McCheese, Grimace. You got the redheaded slut from Wendy's. Mm-hmm. The king. You got. The you got the cow. Yeah, you got the king from Burger King. You got the cow from Chick Fil A. Mm-hmm. The uh, it's a West Coast one. I never ate there. Actually, number one, I'm taking the Chihuahua from Taco Bell. I didn't say Taco Bell Chihuahua. I never been to Jack in the Box, but Jack in the Box, like Jack in the Box, is a thing. Yeah. Um, Zaxby's has a chicken, I think. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'll, okay, I'll take. All right, I'll go with the Chihuahua from Taco Bell. Number one, number two, the Colonel. Colonel, it's a good one, yeah. Colonel. Number three, Grimace. Three Grimace. Okay, take those three. And now you're gonna do fuck one, kill one, marry one. Hmm. Uh. Grimace, the Colonel, and a Chihuahua. The talk about Chihuahua. Fuck one, kill one, marry one. <laughs> kill the Colonel. What? The only human. He's probably rooted in racism, and I can get away with it, and like That's justify true. it. That's true, but <clears throat> he's the only human out of the bed. <laughs> I'd marry the dog. I'd marry the chihuahua. You uh, have to fuck it just because you marry it. Yeah, you, you have to consummate the relationship. You don't have to. This is legally not marriage. No, it's marriage still. I think back in the day, like old school, it only legally counted if you you banked. Yeah, well, this is new school, and it's against our beliefs. That's true. I guess people marry animals. Mm-hmm. Animals. And, um, and you're banging, and then I'll fuck banging, Grimace. You're banging the shit out of Grimace. Because what the fuck is Grimace? You don't even know. Uh, when I was little, he's purple. But when I was little, I always thought he was um. He's he looked blue. like a chicken nugget. Oh, he's blue. <laughs> I mean, yeah, rather. Sorry, my bad. No, no, that's, that's my bad. I actually did know that. Uh, that wasn't a color bomb moment. I I did know that. Um, but he always looked like a chicken nugget, like the shape. He's not. Yeah, he does. He, he he's usually spotted with the chicken nuggets too. Yeah. Uh, who are yours? 
I don't know. I don't. Oh, so I, I'm just subjugated to that, not you. <laughs> All right, bro. Well, I want to. Okay, fine. Uh, I mean, you well, know the twist, so it's kind of fucked. Yeah, but yeah, that's what I mean. I'll, okay, I'll go Wendy. Um, I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, who, who, who's the chicken bitch from McDonald's? What's that? She's a chicken. I don't know her name. She's a chicken. <laughs> uh, I know. She, I, I think about her. I couldn't remember her name. I'm trying to think yeah. of other human females. So um, I fucking marry one of them and then pick my actual favorite. Does Dairy Queen have one? The lips, I guess. Yeah, the lips. Okay, I'll go to Dairy Queen lips. All right. She de- they definitely <laughs> the uh Wendy I'll fuck the lips and <laughs> marry Wendy kill the bird. No, I probably go for the other one, the one I'm gonna kill. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe the uh, wasn't Arby's like a Arby's logo is a habit. Wasn't there like a, another? There's a mascot? cowboy. Was it? Or, I or think it so. Another? Yeah. Arby's mascot name. Well, let's get the name. Oven mitt. He's an oven mitt. Wow. Oven mitt with a face on. I'm gonna care wow. kill him. He's creepy gonna, as fuck. You're gonna I'm kill gonna... the hamburger helper? Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm murdering that Arby's uh, oven mitt because it looks disgustingly creepy. Then I'm gonna uh, marry Wendy. All right. Then I'm gonna fuck the lips. The Dairy Queen. Fuck lips. the lips. Yeah, you gotta fuck the lips. Yeah, you have to. You just just. <laughs> This is, yeah, you have to. I'm looking up if Dairy Queen actually has another like actual one, or is it just the lips? Um, oh, never mind. The Dairy Queen one. It, it it's a, a creepy ice cream cone with a smile. It looks like a ghost. <laughs> I'm fucking that. You're gonna fuck the ice cream? No, Do I want some shrinkage. The, I want the lips. <laughs> Give me the lips. I want the lips. Fast food mascots. This is great because no one else can see what I'm searching right now. Yeah, so. I, don't, I don't know who else there is. Uh, the fat boy. Oh, uh, the big boy. The big boy. Yeah. 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 Um, see if I can share my screen. I, I just Google searched it, so people on YouTube can at least see what I'm doing. <laughs> share screen. Let's see if you can see it. You see oh, my boy. screen? Yeah, yeah. You got Patrick Starr and. Can you see my can you see my uh thing? No. Google? No. Never mind. I don't wanna, <laughs> I don't, I don't wanna I don't wanna ooh. Nah. Yeah, I, I'm just not gonna share it because this is we can't figure out the technology halfway through this. <laughs> Alright. I don't know how to do it. Um what else? Oh we got the dominoes, uh what's it called? The Noid. I don't know what that is. They came back for the commercials recently. Avoid the Noid. It's like a, a, a little miniature man with two bunny ears. All right. All right. I mean, I, I have no idea, but okay. All right. You know the Noid. You know the Noid. There's a commercial with a car driving recently in Domino's and a guy on a pogo stick. He got electrocuted. You've seen the commercials. It's It was all over. It was all over, all over TV. Anywho. Do you have anything else you want to talk about banging any other fast food people, or are we good with that? No, nah, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good on that. What about regular mascots? Like Flo, Lily from AT&T, and Jared from Subway. I'd kill him, probably. I'd probably include him in the three, just so I can kill him. Just so you can kill him? Yeah, the pedo. Yeah, like, yeah, I guess so. Lily from AT&T. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Milkers. That's upper echelon right there. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's interesting. All right, NBA. Yeah, a lot to get to with the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. I am saving all that stuff for last. We're gonna try to get through the rest first. Um, no power rankings. Instead, I did something a little different, and I did a um, kind. Of, I just did it. I just looked at the updated uh, and championship odds after the deadline, and I'm just gonna go through all those in order, and then we'll just talk about what we think about them. Uh, okay. First, players of the week. The same as last week. Damian Lillard and Giannis Antetokounmpo. Okay. From the West, Damian Lillard at 38.3 points, 6.8 assists, and five, 4.5 rebounds. And from the East, Giannis at 41 points, 17.3 rebounds, and 5.7 assists. Um, so, yeah, back-to-back weeks, we got the same players of the week. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I no, read that's very impressive two weeks in a row. When I, I was doing notes. I read it, and I was like, oh. I guess they didn't release the players of the week because it's the same. And then I said, wait a minute. And I looked at the date and it's like, wait, that's this week. And I scrolled down and I saw the last week and it's the same. So that's why. Injuries. Two big injuries for big name people this week. First, uh, Nurchich from the uh, Blazers will be out until after the All-Star break. Yeah, it's not a huge hit. Not a huge hit. Um, He's definitely their best. uh, I mean, they're just starting center, but still. uh, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Playing as this good, you can kind of afford a few weeks without him. A couple games, that's it. Um, but the big one, the big hitter is Steph Curry is going to be out for several weeks with a leg injury. Um, currently, I checked it today because I was kind of debating with Cody Farkas, um, our friend who came on before. Uh, he thinks the Warriors have a chance to still be uh, win the West, and they're currently sitting on the nine seed in the West. Steph's out several weeks. I'm under the camp. If Steph plays and you have the whole team with Steph healthy, yeah, they can obviously go on a run even from the playing game. But mm. They might not even be in the playing game. They might be, by the time Steph comes back, they might be so far out of the playing game because they're without him that they might just yeah. the rest of the season and go for a yeah, lot. That's, that's that's too far of a reach for me. Yeah, I mean, once again, if they can, if they make it into the playing game, Anything mm-hmm. possible for them because they are so good when everyone's healthy. But yeah. if, you're, if you're missing Steph, he's the best player out of your team. If you don't have him and you're already in the ninth spot, you're not going to make it to. You might not even make it to the playing game. Yeah, and they're role players. They're just like not good enough to stack up on their own. Yeah, I mean Jordan Poole's great. Clay's mm-hmm. great. Draymond's great defense. Um, Wiggins is good. I mean they have mm-hmm. a really good team, but you need Steph. Yeah, you need yeah. Steph. Um, I would. I don't want to keep looking things up, but I think there's a on this one website you can kind of see uh, what the records are without players in their team. Uh, okay, Warriors <laughs> record. It, it's got to be like very detrimental. Yeah, it has to be. Um, so in his career, it is seventy-five and one thirty-nine. Without stuff. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. 30, big drop. 35% ch- winning ch- per, uh, percentage without him. That's tough. I wish you could see season by season because I, w- I would like to see what he – because he missed – Probably got worse and worse over the years. Yeah, it has to be. So ever since they lost KD, I mean, who else is there? Well, I mean, they won the championship last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah but like – 
like back in those days <laughs> when Steph was out, KD was in to at least like give yeah. a shot to win the game. I mean, just just as an example, in 2021, so they won last year. 20, so 21, 22. The year before, 20, uh, 20 and 21, that's the one where Steph missed like most that season, and that's where they got the second overall pick because they were in the lottery. So like, they missed him for most of the James Wiseman. They lost. Yeah, then they got James Wiseman, which we'll get into too. He's, he's <laughs> yeah, that's horrible. Um, yeah, but imagine they like fall into Webanyama or however you say his name. Mm. Like they they just lose Steph. They they miss the playoffs because Steph's out several weeks with his leg injury. Then they fall into like the number one overall pick. Get Victor in there, and they'll have a whole other dynasty with Steph, Clay, Victor, and Draymond. Jeez. It's crazy. If Draymond stays, I think we talked about a couple months ago. I don't think he's gonna be in there next year. Um. All right, headlines. I got two decently long ones. Um. I think the trade down stuff's more important than this stuff though so i'm just gonna try to do them quickly okay there was big time drama this last week with john morant um so according to the athletics report mm-hmm. uh on january 29th during the grizzlies paces game john Morant's father and his friend Devonte pack engaged in a verbal back and forth with numerous players on the pacers um after the game pack was the kick pack was kicked out of the game for john and apparently according to the report afterwards um Acquaintances of Grizzly star John Morant aggressively confronted members of the Pacers traveling party near the team's bus in the loading area, uh, and later someone in a slow-moving SUV, which Morant was currently riding in, uh, trained a red laser on them. Um, so this guy got kicked out. One of his friends got kicked out after the game. They're waiting for the team just to jaw at them after and before they got on the bus. When they got on the bus, an SUV with Morant in it came by, and someone had a red laser on the bus pointed at players. Now, the Pacers team, uh, they came out and basically said they think it's a red laser on a gun. Like, they're pointing mm. at the team. Yeah. Jaw was in the car for this, and it was off like that. Um, apparently, the league launched an investigation, and there's no police port filed, and the league found that that wasn't a gun. I A lot of stuff came out afterwards, too. I think Shan Sharp went on. His show and say, call it, saying to Jaw, like, you're not a gangster. Don't do this stuff. Like, yeah, that's bad. If that was even, a, if, if that was a gun, no one's getting in trouble for it. No suspension, mm. whatever. If that is a gun and the, and drama is in the car while his buddy pointed a gun at another NBA's team's bus, you're, if you're drama, you're the stupidest person ever. You just got to stop hanging out with those people. Yeah. And your career is done. You can't ruin what you got. Yeah. You can't ruin what you have just because mm-hmm. you're pointing guns at people. Just throw it all away. Yeah, exactly. That's crazy. And I bet I'm not. This is all alleged because there's no. They literally once again, no, no police file filed. Um, the NBA didn't find anything to suspend Jaw, so they're saying he's clean. I bet it wasn't. I bet there was a gun. Oh, honestly, either it was a gun or, I mean, definitely like they wanted to have the implication that it was a gun. You know what I mean? Like, it was probably like a laser pointer, and they're like, oh, they're gonna think this is a gun. Yeah. Regardless if it was a gun or not, that's still like they they knew what they're doing. If it's just a laser point, mm. they knew they were just doing it to make it look like hey, we're pointing a gun. You don't don't mess with us. And yeah. that's still regardless if it wasn't a gun. That's you can't do that. You yeah, can't it's you, or, tough. Even though Jaw didn't do it, you can't be around it. Um, mm-hmm. I also saw a TikTok where they put the uh, the Eminem rap. Yeah, the, yeah, about Papa Doc over the, top yeah. of like Jaw Morant stuff. Because oh. and like the caption was yeah, like Jaw Morant had a really nice Papa marriage. Doc. <laughs> yeah, he went to a private school. 
Yeah. It's a different name. Like literally everything that Eminem said about Papa Doc is true for John Morant. So the caption was John Morant is Papa Doc. Acting tough and was did not grow up that way. That's funny. Not, not wrong. I mean, yeah, that's crazy, man. I still like Jaw, but he got to make some better decisions here. Yeah, get some better friends. If if he wasn't involved, get some better friends. If he was involved, you got to straighten up. Because mm-hmm. oh, yeah. like you're gonna throw away your whole life for. He was in the same bullshit. car. He could have easily just stopped them, and he didn't. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh well. Uh, next, there was this is the week of fights. So there's two fights happening. You saw them both. Mm-hmm. First, Dylan Brooks hit uh, Donovan Mitchell in the groin, and uh, Spider got up and tossed the ball right back at him. Um, they both were ejected. Brooks was suspended one game, and Spider was fined 20k. So that fight was a little bit, a little, little mild, a little more mild than the second one. Um, but I'm pretty sure they happened the same night or like back to back nights. It's crazy. Like it, basketball fights are rare. And the fact that there's like two, two of them either within a like that caliber period, too. Yeah. So one suspension and 120K fine that one. But the second one was Austin Rivers got into it with Mo Bamba and the entire Magic team. So apparently no one knows what was said. But from like the footage, you can see Austin Rivers hits a three in that corner from their bench and turns and says something. Um, something that Mo Bamba didn't like. So he ran off the bench and they just started changing actual punches, like blows. Mm-hmm. And then when everything, everyone started coming in to break it up, Jalen Suggs essentially just like got rivers in a headlock and just took him down which is wild it was a wild like look i love uh, how jalen Suggs too i know he just came back from injury and he's jumping and fighting with mo bomba <laughs> and austin rivers and shit um yeah he took him to the neck headlock took him to the ground after the game mo bomba was suspended four games austin rivers was suspended three games and jalen Suggs was given one for coming out of nowhere and grabbing him in the headlock <laughs> yeah, I don't get some of the suspensions on these and the fines. Like for Donovan Mitchell, like I don't think he should have got fined personally. Yeah, and twenty k for someone like that is nothing. So True. Like, it, True. It essentially, was he didn't he essentially didn't get. But fined. it's like he got intentionally hit in the nuts. Like if I was if I was Donovan Mitchell, I would have had a similar reaction. You know, I, like, I was Donovan Mitchell because he, he chucked the ball at him right. Uh yeah, he just got up and threw the ball at him and they got separated. If yeah, I was yeah, Don Mitchell, like, I would have pulled a Jalen Suggs. Probably, yeah, that too. Yeah. I would have gone straight up went for the neck. But do you remember yeah. a couple years ago whenever Cat got in a fight with like Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons had him in like a chokehold? Mm-hmm. Like can't Carly Towns actually tapped. He literally tapped. That's that was so that's probably the highlight of Ben uh Simmons' career. Yeah, and then, like, Mo Bamba's, I get, because he was, like, essentially coming off the bench and, like, fighting people. So, like, that's bad. Yeah, that's where that's where the extra game goes between him and Austin Rivers. He, he, him coming off the bench, that had to be where that mm-hmm. Yeah, he got yeah. four and Rivers got three. So, I'm assuming the extra one was because he came off the bench. Exactly. Yeah, so I think that one's justified. I think Jalen Suggs probably should have got two. I think so, too. I think one is kind of funny. One sucks. One yeah, dude, he literally he literally had him in a headlock. It's so funny. And also, I'd give uh, Dylan Brooks another game too. I would too. One because yeah. like he has a history as well. Yeah, never never fighting, but like ejections and stuff. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Um. All right. Next, the All Star teams have been announced. So, uh, the starters were already announced before, but I'll go over them again as LeBron, Giannis, KD, Kyrie, Donovan Mitchell, Jason Tatum, uh, Nikolai Jokic, Steph Curry, probably not going to play now. Luka, Zion, probably not going to play now. So, and KD's probably not going to play either. 
KD's probably not going to play either because mm-hmm. of injuries and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, they announced the reserves for each conference, and I'm not sure because we know those three aren't going to play. They haven't announced who's replacing them yet, but I'm sure it's going to be a couple of players who got snubbed because there was a lot, of, a couple snubs. Yeah, um, yeah. From the Eastern Conference, the reserves are Jalen Brown, uh, Tyrese Halliburton, Drew Holiday, Joel Embiid, Bam Adebayo, Julius Randle, DeMar DeRozan. Okay. So we, each got our, we each got one of our boys in there. Yeah. Um, and then from the West, we got John Morant, SGA, Damian Lillard, Sabonis, Paul George, Laurie Markkinen, JJJ. Nice. Nice. JJJ made it. And SGA. I mean, obviously, SGA is going to make but yeah, 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 he's going to make it. Both on the All-Star team. But yeah, JJJ getting in there. Both their first times. Dude, mm-hmm. my stock, I should have bought stock in them. I wish, I wish you could buy stock like people in like businesses on individual players. Because I would have had stock in both of them, and this is both their first All-Star game. My stock is nothing but rising, baby. Dude, next time somebody comes through the NBA and they have three initial, like three letters for their name, we just got to put stock in on them immediately. I, I think that's, that's really what you got to do. Mm. Um, um, snubs. Can you think of any snubs? I know Anthony Edwards. A lot of people thought he got snubbed, and he yeah, that's fair. He kind of said something like, "I doesn't really that honestly doesn't really matter to me. I just worry about winning. I, that stuff like doesn't bother me." Um, Jamal Murray. I don't think he's all star level yet. He might get like a add on later. I think he still had missed a lot of the season. He wouldn't give it to him. Mm. Uh, See, Occam sat him a good year. I think you could have tossed him one in there. True, true. Uh, Harden? Or has he been hurt too long? He's been hurt too long, too, but I don't... I, I can also see him giving to them. Let's see if there's mm-hmm. any... Because I'm trying to think of the... Buckets? Also. He's been hurt. He's been hurt. I but he I can see him being one of those uh, reserves. Mm-hmm. On top of KD not playing... You also have Kyrie and KD being listed as Eastern Conference starters and being moving over. So I bet we're going to need to add some more people from the East. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's hilarious. Or snubs. Because there was a lot. I can't. I didn't write them down, but like I, I did. I did see a bunch. So I actually have a uh, website that ranks them, which I agree with so far. Number eight, Jalen Brunson, your boy. He's been having a great year. He has been, yeah. Number two, DeAndre Fox, De'Aaron Fox. De'Aaron Fox deserves to be an all-star, 100%. Mm, I agree. Kings have been just killing it. Six, Anthony Edwards. Yeah, we said that. Five, James Harden. We said that. Four, Devin Booker. He didn't get it, most likely because of the injury. But, he, yeah, he could get it. Anthony Davis, same injury. Missed a lot. That's probably why he didn't get it. Two, Jimmy Buckets. Said it. And number one, Pascal Siakam. Said it. So. Okay, we, we, yeah, we named them all. Yeah, so we, 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 we know. We, we have our, our fingers still on the falls here. <laughs> Um, all right, I'd never note this ever, but players of the month of January were announced. East is John Bede, West is Joker. So that just throws more fuel into the into the MVP. Yeah, this too, man. It's so, crazy. Yes, yeah, so this past January. It's been like what three years this has been going on? Like those two being like the one and two. Yeah, like yeah. the one and two. For MVP, yeah. At least at least yeah. two. At least to the bat, the, I I'm pretty sure Joel Embiid came in second place to both Joker wins. Yeah, I don't think they that they were like one or two, three with Giannis. Um, but right, so their stats in January: Joel Embiid, 34.9 points per game, 10.7 rebounds, 1.6 blocks, and they went 11 and three. 
And and for Joker, he had 24 points a game, 11.6 rebounds, 11.3 assists, and the Nuggets went 12 and four. Yeah, yeah, dude, I'm loving it just because in the last in football season and NBA, I did futures on all the awards. All of them aren't panning out, but he's the only one I'm really still hoping for, Joel. <laughs> so I'm I'm I might jump back on the anti Joker train for us. No. just for the rest of the season until. Until the MVP race is over, because I I need I need Joel Embiid, dude. That's like 160 bucks if he wins. I, I get it, I get it. You you don't have to drag my guy through the mud like that though. On your path to glory. I, I, but he's not he gonna, just gonna root win. for Joel and just not root for Joker. He's gonna he's Joker's gonna win again, so I have to tear down the guy who's gonna win again. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say how big of a snub it is and how uh, how everyone's just afraid of his goon brothers coming down and beating down the doors. All these nerdy ass journalists are afraid of his goon ass brothers coming around. So that yeah, I'll check the bus for Joker and strips. Yeah, I forgot about their Twitter handle. That was the best. <laughs> those goons, those fucking goons. Um, all right, two more quick ones. Charles Barkley, uh, he came out with his all time top ten players. He has number one Michael Jordan. Number two, Oscar Robinson. Three, Wilt Chamberlain. Four, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Five, Bill Russell. Six, Kobe. Seven, LeBron. Eight, Tim Duncan. Nine, Hakeem Olajuwon. Ten, Jerry West. He, I think this came out on Monday. That's crazy. Obviously, the next night, LeBron broke the all-time scoring record. Mm-hmm. LeBron's the GOAT. That's all I wanted to write down for that. Yeah, he is. He is. And, and Chuck has him seven. <laughs> Chuck's an idiot. He's just looking for like a draw out of that, you know. He's just looking for an eye rot, an eye, yeah. eye eyebrow raise. And I, I don't disagree with the top ten who he has in the top ten. I may yeah. make one or two changes, but just shift time, them around the order. You got to shift the order around. Yeah, yeah. If you're not gonna put LeBron one over Michael, you got to put him two behind Michael. Like it, those if two are one, one two, a, three is in Michael, LeBron, or, or Kobe. Your list has issues. So I I put Kobe three too, but I think that's biased on us for seeing Kobe play. I think yeah, Kobe's top yeah, ten. Still. I think Kobe's top ten, possibly top five, but I think I don't know. There's a lot of good players. I also noticed he snubbed. I I would put Shaq on the top ten, not some of these players. I would as well. But he just he can't put Shaq. Charles Barkley cannot put Shaq. He would that would be just like it would have been funny if he like listed like number two hundred Shaq. Like right after ten, like yeah, he should have a top fifty and just not put Shaq on it. <laughs> That'd be great. And I'm surprised he didn't put himself either. But yeah, so LeBron broke the record uh, on Tuesday. I, I predicted it. I didn't think it was going to be a Tuesday. It's not a crazy prediction, but I I said it was going to happen on Tuesday when I list off the next three games. And mm-hmm. at when we came to Tuesday, I did not think it was going to happen because he needed 36 points. I he kind of underperformed. The other two games by underperformed. I mean, twenty-seven and twenty-six points. Well, he threw the headband on. So, like, if I was watching pregame warmups and I saw the headband go on, I would have immediately put money on it. I know there were so many bets I saw. I was like, mm-hmm. I want to bet on in the break it tonight is plus money, and I didn't. Yeah, did you see like Patrick Beverly's like, uh, what was it like his Snapchat or something? Uh, no, I saw him with his phone out. I never yeah, saw yeah. He, well, he had his phone out. He was in the locker room and he was like. Is he going to do it today? Is he going to do it today? He's asking all the teammates of the Lakers. And then he went over to Braun's locker and he saw the postgame fit. And he was like, oh, yeah, he's going to do it. 
<laughs> Actually, I did not see that one. I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't see that. I, I, whenever he was had the ball that was about to score, everyone was like standing up and all the people had their phones out. If you look at the bench, Pat Beverly had his phone on the bench. <laughs> Like, like that, that was so funny. He's had his camera ready to go. Dude, with that too, I'm tired of the slander of like people being like, oh, dude, nobody lives in the moment anymore. They're comparing it to like Michael Jordan's shot back in the 90s. And it's like, yeah, dude, there were no phones then. Like, if, if, if everyone in the 90s had a phone back then, they would yeah. also be taking pictures. Exactly. Exactly. Like, get the fuck out of here with that argument. Yeah. I, I probably, I'd be having my phone out 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd see yeah. that my snap memories, and once a year I'd get a reminder. Like, yeah, dude, I was at that game where LeBron broke the record. That's sick. Exactly. Yeah. Um, other things with him. Uh, that's cool seeing Kareem there. I saw a bunch of memes saying like Kareem looks like he's on shrooms. <laughs> he's just like he's just staring off the space. Um, a lot of celebrities were there. I loved after the game. Two things I saw at least. One. One point in the locker room, it was LeBron, Bronny, and Bryce. So him and his two sons were just sitting there, mm-hmm. and uh, LeBron says to me, "Like now it's your turn, guys, turn to go out there and break my record." And Bronny, I think, replied something along the lines. I'm paraphrasing. We're not going to touch your record. It's not going to be able to touch, but I'll be two and Bryce will be three. So I thought that's pretty cool. That was cool. That was respectful. Yeah. You know. Yeah, his son was like, "You're going to stay one, Dad, but me and Bryce will be two and three. Um, and then. Another thing I saw too was at the party afterwards. They had an after party, and LeBron was like saying, "Like, I thanks all you guys, whatever. Like everyone here, all my friends, family." Then I think I know where he said, "I love you guys." Actually, fuck you guys. Where are my gifts at? And then like then came like back, and I thought it was very funny. Yeah. Either went, "Love you guys." Pause. Pause. Actually, fuck you guys. Where's my where are my gifts at? So I thought that's funny. All right. Trade deadline. Want to start getting into it? Let's get into it. So I made i tried to write them all out in the order of like importance like big the smaller mm. deals yeah there might be some deals that are better that i put lower i just after a certain point when they're all come at 3 p.m when they're all happening i was like i couldn't i was working and i was trying to <laughs> type them out and it was just super hard but we'll obviously start with the biggest trade of the week also any trades that happened before the last podcast i'm not saying so like Rui Hachimura to the Lakers. I'm talking about that anymore. Mm-hmm. I did. Um, first one, the Suns are sending Mikel Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowder in four first round picks and a 2028 pick swap to the Nets for KD and TJ Warren. Um, also, some of these trades might have players getting moved once again later. So, Jay Crowder in that situation, not in the Nets anymore. We'll get to that. But, yeah, KD and TJ Warren to the Suns happened in the middle of the night. At like 1 a.m. or something because yeah it was crazy yeah yeah i, I woke saw, up I, and I saw everything i was like when the fuck did this happen yeah i woke up at like nine and yeah. i I, sw- I swiped down to look all my notifications I'm like oh shit and the one was eight hours ago so that had to be 1 a.m so literally i went to bed at 12 40 and mm-hmm. it happened like 10 minutes after i was like holy shit so i woke up to that that's crazy dude it would suck so bad to be like one of those like in-depth reporters like on these trades and things Mm-hmm. Like Woj, like you'd yeah. have to be like ready at all hours of the day. Him and Shams have to be just on meth for the <laughs> next for the last like week. Yeah, like you, there's no sleeping. You can't sleep. You sleep, you miss it. Yeah, you miss it, and then you you lose all that opportunity. Yeah, so, so they they just smoke meth every trade deadline, <laughs> just so they stay up for like 72 hours straight. Like, God I, damn, I, that's crazy. I would be. I would 100 percent think that. Um. 
So at the end, we're going to go through all the championship odds. We can kind of talk about how the team at impacts after if we want. Some of these might not be listed, but still, that trade is insane. I'll just touch on it real quick. That changes the West completely. And same with mm-hmm. this. The whole West is like sh- shaking up. <clears throat> over this. Um, yeah. See, before we get into all the other trades, I did see a funny meme where um, uh, all these trades happened where all these Western teams got good. Oh, CJ McCollum said it, actually, not a meme. He mm-hmm. said uh, it's all because Jaw said that the he's not worried about the West. So now all these Western teams, they always like, all right, I'm going West. <laughs> yeah, so Chief McCollum like thinks a lot, Jaw. Like yeah, he did this. Yeah. Um, all right, next trade happened. Didn't happen this past day or two. It happened earlier in the week, or over the weekend rather. Kyrie Irving got traded to Dallas uh, for Spencer Dinwiddie, Finney Smith, uh, 2027 second round, second round pick, 2029 first round, and second round pick. Um, Dallas also got uh, Markeith Morris in that same trade. Kyrie on on the Mavericks. Yeah, I I don't know. It, it seems so weird to me. Yeah, I. So they did play. He did play one game. I, it was last night. I'm gonna mm-hmm. check his stats. See how he did. See how everyone did. See if they won. Um, yeah, let's 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 hear this before we. Start dragging them through the mud real quick. They won 110 to 104. All right. Over who? The Clippers. Okay. Luka didn't play. Okay. Kyrie, 24 points, four rebounds, five assists. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. I think, I mean, Kyrie is an insane player. Yeah. Good. I just don't know if he's going to work with Luca for two reasons. One, they both kind of seem to prove that they're not really great teammates, but not Luca. Maybe not Luca. Maybe Luca doesn't play good people, so that's why they're not. He might not be a bad teammate. He might just be hard to play with. There, yeah, there, it's in the rumors though. Like the story's formulating for it to be a thing in the next couple of years. For yeah, Luca, hasn't really been any straight up. That guy's an asshole. Nobody yeah, yeah, yeah. And him and Christoph Porzingis weren't friends, so they didn't hang out. Mm-hmm. Like that's really the only like personal teammate story. I it's just showing him that he's not really good at playing other stars because he's like a I need the ball all the time guy. Kyrie's proven that he's very selfish and he's not a good yeah. teammate. <laughs> yeah. So what's gonna happen when they're two they're two <laughs> ball dominant point guards? Could put them on the floor together. It has to be tension eventually. Yeah, I, I don't you think know. Kyrie's but this... just like Kyrie, when he was a young guy, yeah, he let LeBron take the ball up sometimes, most of the times. Mm-hmm. So he could be okay with that when Luka brings him the ball up every time and he's younger than him? Probably yeah, not. Like, yeah, like, I feel like Luka's best teammate option would be like a superstar like center or or forward. Yes, someone who plays off of the point guard, mm-hmm. not another mm-hmm. point Yeah, exactly. Another ball-dominant point guard. He would be a good third banana to that, Kyrie. Yeah, great. And they and I also have to point out Kyrie and Luke are both very good defenders. So that, that is a huge plus for them on the defensive end that now they have a backcourt of Luca and Kyrie, which is insane backcourt, great mm-hmm. defensively. I'm just worried about the offense. I'm not that they, they both can score, they both can handle, they both can pass. I'm so afraid that there's not enough balls to go around for, for two players with the exact same play uh play style. Yeah. Um and who they lose? Finney Smith as well. Yeah, Faye Smith, eh, he's okay. He's a good role player. Yeah. Don't really need him as much. Um, I think Spencer Dimwee was a great role player, but mm-hmm. But you're getting Kyrie, so that's an improvement. Kyrie that helps. That helps. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have three other packages that were offered to the Nets for Kyrie that the Nets turned down. Ready for this? Yeah. 
So the Nets reportedly declined Clippers offer for Luke Kennard, Terrence Mann, a future first and second round pick and pick swaps. That, 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 the Mavericks deal is better than that. Yeah, I think so too. The Suns offered the Nets Chris Paul, Jay Crowder, and picks. Just as picks. That would be that's a better one. If you yeah, give think so Chris too. Paul, Jay Crowder, and put him with KD, that's a fucking the Nets are still there. Mm-hmm. Nets mm-hmm. are still there. And then the last one is the Nets reportedly uh, asked the Lakers for Russell Westbrook, Max Christie, Austin Reeves, their 27 and 29 first rounders and a pick swap. And the Lakers apparently said none of that. I, 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 I can't feel for the Lakers there. Maybe if they kept their 20 to 29 pick, they would have agreed to it. But I don't know. But the thing is, you're unloading the Westbrook deal, too. Yeah, exactly. Which, which, I they, so. which they want. Uh, and I was rooting for that because we've had, ever since the Thunder broke up, we've had Westbrook and Harden play together. Harden and KD play together. All we were missing was Westbrook and Durant playing together. Mm-hmm. And we didn't get it. And that's all I wanted. We, didn't get it. Really we got robbed of it. Yeah. And Kyrie LeBron re- reuniting. Why not? It's perfect. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It, it would have been like the greatest thing for the NBA, but it's all right. Yeah. And what's it called? LeBron afterwards, after the trade went through, did you see his tweet? Like, man, maybe it's me. <laughs> That's I almost cried reading that. I'm so sorry. Dude, that so was sad. so f- another another cringe LeBron moment. Very cringe. Very cringe. <laughs> very cringe. It's so funny. Um, but I, I thought I thought I thought it was great. Um, but yeah, I think if the Suns make that deal for Kyrie, they never get KD, obviously. KD stays there, and KD, the Nets are still relevant. But you give you you have Jay Crowder, Chris Paul, and KD mm-hmm. on top of Ben Simmons. They already have uh, great role players like uh, what's his name, uh, Seth Curry and Joe. What's his last name? Can't think of Joe's name. Harris. Yeah, Joe Harris. Like mm-hmm. those are some great role players off the bench. Uh, Nick Claxton yeah. is playing fantastic this year. Mm-hmm. You're still a championship team. Now they're screwed. Now the Nets are done. But the Nets, even later, <clears> throat> throat> I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say they're necessarily done. I do. I, I think they move down for sure. But they, I think they're they, playing. They'll be playing. Yeah. I be, think they're, they're frisky playing. They're they're too far up in the standings right now. Yeah. Where they're not going to not be playing. I I think they'll be a frisky playing team. Yeah. I mean they'll, they'll they're count playing, them out. You'll bet against them, but then they win. No. I'll count them out. I'll bet against them. They won't win. All right. All right. But Ben Simmons is going to lead a team of role players. No, not Ben Simmons leading, but I just think. But I mean, it, remember it, the it, Nets when they the first player. came into the bubble? Yeah. Like, I, I think it'd be something similar. Yeah, but they had better players then. They had, like, Jared Allen and, like, Karis LeVert and other players who were, like, good and not, like. Yeah, but we'll see some of these players step up. Maybe. I mean, I don't, I don't think so. I think if they somehow win their playing game, they're going to be a bounce in four games. Oh, yeah, for sure. No, I, I'm not disagreeing with that. I think Frisky winning the playoff playing game game. Yeah, maybe. Then they'll get swept by the one seed. But if, they, if they're playing someone like the Hawks, absolutely not. The Hawks are yeah, going to destroy yeah. them. And the Hawks might be a playing game at this point. Um, All right, next. Probably the third of the big blockbuster trades if you call them blockbuster um there's really big three of them this year this one is the lakers jazz and timberwolves have a three-way trade sending d'angelo russell and malik 
be the Jared D'Angelo Russell, Malik Beasley, and Jared Vanderbilt to uh, the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook, Juan Scano Anderson, Damian Jones, and a top four protected first round pick to Utah. Yeah. yeah. Then uh, Mike Conley, Nikhil Alexander Walker, and three second round picks to Minnesota. So, so Westbrook on the Jazz. That's probably not going to happen. That's probably he's probably going to get bought out. Okay. He's on he's on his last year of his contract. Mm-hmm. They'll probably just buy out that contract and he'll probably enter free agency. He's not going to want to play for the Jazz. The Jazz really only took him because they're tank they're like they're tanking and essentially and they got yeah. a first round pick for taking him on. A top 4 protected top. And then he goes back to the Lakers. And he goes back to the Lakers. <laughs> No, uh, yeah, I have no idea where he's going to go. I heard that OKC was going to try to get him again. Bring him back home. <laughs> Bring him back home if he gets bought out. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Who really needs a point guard right now? I don't know. So, he- no, so actually about that. I did see that we would go for him, but that was under the implications that we traded Kyle Lowry and we didn't trade Kyle Lowry. Gotcha. So, so you're rolling with Kyle. We're not going to go for him out at all. But I did see that if we trade Kyle Lowry, would be more of a not a really a player in return, more just like a salary comp, cap dump mm-hmm. that bring in, uh, go for the buyout market and try to bring in Russ or someone else who got moved and going to be bought out. We don't need a guard now because we didn't get rid of Kyle Lowry, so he's still going to be around. So we don't need a guard. We need to buy out a. Uh, we need to find like a someone good to buy out that's not a guard, but. We'll get into all the other people getting get bought out as we go. I did save a screenshot in the five years of his 2017 extension, his five-year extension. Russell Westbrook, yeah. year one, played for the Thunder. Year two, played for the Rockets. Year three, played for the Wizards. Year four, played for the Lakers. And now year five is playing for the Jazz. He probably won't play for the Jazz, but he's going to play for another team in year five. So I thought that was funny. When, it, when that happened, I saw that. Every year he's on a different team since he signed that extension. He's, he's just... I feel for him, but I mean, did you see like, uh, I guess it was like a locker room, like uh, behind the scenes kind of shot of Russell. I think it was the end of that LeBron game where he got the record and he was like thanking everybody and like wishing him well and things like that. Uh, so like he knew he was being moved. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, he definitely could tell. I mm-hmm. mean, people have been calling it for all year. Yeah, I, I saw a report afterwards that. A guy reported that a unnamed person in the organization said losing Russ is like getting a vampire out of your locker room. That's wild. Well, I mean, I, I wouldn't be shocked if that's true, but mm-hmm. I, I don't know. He's so good. He just not. He just yeah, I not like him. A, he's not a, a a super team guy. Yeah. He has to, you got to put him on a trash team that has no chances even maybe even making a playoffs and he'll drop triple double after a triple double every mm-hmm. single night and that's his career. That's it. Yep. No rings. That's it. No, he'll never get a ring. I don't think. Nice uh, cooked. Yeah. All right. Sticking with the Lakers. Uh, I say like less less than twenty four hours after they traded for D'Angelo Russell. There was a post reunited, and it was a picture of Pat Beverly and D'Angelo Russell, both in their Minnesota Timberwolves uniform. And Pat Beverly quoted it like, love my gang or whatever. Fast forward today, Pat Beverly got traded. Uh, he's no longer on the Lakers. He got traded to Orlando for Mo Bamba. I think it was 
a second round pick was also involved somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Pat Beverly in Orlando. Another guy I can see being bought out. Okay. And they bring him back too. They bring him back. What if the Lakers just unload these contracts to other teams and then those players come back and just sign with them again? That's kind of what uh, the Pirates did with not – we're on the losing end of that, of course. Mm. We traded for Chris Archer a couple years ago, and he came – sucked. He went from an all-star to, like, sucking. And then after his free agency, he got cut from the Pirates and went right back to the Rays. (laughs) It's fucked. Um but yeah, so Pat Bev, I could see him being bought out. I don't know where he's going to go. Maybe Suns. I was, say maybe, I was going to say maybe the Suns, as the team I was thinking of, because they did lose a lot of depth Mm-mm. by trading away like Cam, uh, Cam Johnson and Mikel Bridges. So maybe he'll go there. Plus KD, get a ring. Maybe Celtics. Celtics are deep, too, in point guard. They don't need them. They have Marcus Smart, Devin White, Malcolm Brogdon. Uh, Jalen Brown's a guard. True. Uh, yeah. They, they have a lot of guards. Pritchett is a guard. So yeah, they, they, they don't. He's not gonna go there. Not gonna come to Miami because we have too many guards. If we do that, it's waste. Next, maybe the Clippers go back. Go back to the Clippers. True, stay yeah, in L.A. Yeah. Don't even go to Orlando. Just get bought by the Magic. Stay in L.A. Play <laughs> for the Clippers because the Clippers, uh, the Rockets reacquired John Wall. In a deal yeah, with the Grizzlies funny. and the Clippers, the Rockets get Wall and Danny Green. The Clippers get Eric Gordon, and the Grizzlies get Luke Kennard. Um, so after, let's see, I'm making sure that I took some screenshots of like deals because like it, they changed after I wrote them down, so I don't want to do it. And it's not one of those deals. That's the deal. Um, so after John Wall was basically asked not to work when he was in Houston. Houston eventually bought him out. He went to the Clippers. The Clippers traded him right back. And that time between John Wall was trashing the Rockets organization, all this stuff. He's going to get bought out again, I think. Yeah, what's with all these buyouts, this trade deadline? Well, I think it's a lot of these teams were just dumping cap, just trying to dump cap. Mm -hmm. And all these these shitty teams like the Jazz, the Magic, and the Rockets, who aren't going to do shit this year. We love you, Dump. We have a bunch of rookies that are making no money. We have cap room. We'll take your cap, but you have to give us a first-round pick with it or some kind of pick with it. Yeah. And that's basically what happened over all these. It's just weird. It's very, very weird. weird. Very weird. Um, uh, next, the Pacers, Bucks, and Nets made a three-way trade. I'm making sure it's not the same one. Okay. It was a two-way trade. They ended up making it a three-team uh, trade. Um, but the Bucks, they're going to get Jay Crowder, so – the Suns traded to Jay Crowder to the Nets, and Nets traded Jay Crowder immediately over to the Bucks. The Nets get three second-round picks. I later saw that might have been five second-round picks. So Wait, who did? The Nets. They're second-round picks. They're second-round Still, picks. still, I mean. Mm-hmm. And the Pacers get George Hill, Serge Ibaka, Jordan, Nawara, and two second-round picks. There's a lot of, just a warning, there's a lot of, no name players. I don't know how to pronounce their name, so I'm gonna butcher a lot. But yeah, okay. so Nets get like I, this says three. I feel like I saw five first round picks, second round picks. I mean, I don't know. I think it's only three, but still, it's a lot of picks. They're they're they have so many picks now. I mean, that's kind of what happens when you go for like KD. Yeah, KD. <laughs> you get him for a year and a half. He's hurt half of the time, and then you get like Buku picks afterwards. Yeah. 
They um, and I'm sure they they could use some picks. I think they definitely traded some picks for James Harden. Mm-hmm. So so they're gonna recoup a little bit. Yeah. So they got four from their first four, four first rounders with the Suns. They got a first and second rounder from Dallas. Um. No, it was two second rounders on first round from Dallas. They got four, three to five range for Jay Crowder. Like they're they're definitely just stacking up the picks right now. Yeah. Um, Serge Ibaka is working on a buyout from the Pacers too, so Serge Ibaka will be on the market. <laughs> will be a free agent. Another buyout. Another buyout. <laughs> He's old. He's not as good anymore. If the Heat want to go get him, though, cool with it. All right. All Serge Ibaka, right. some power forward depth. That won't be bad. No, he's not. He's I mean, he's still got some gas in the tank. It's not much gas, but gas and take catch at the bank. And Ibaka has two rings, I think. Mm-hmm. I think he has. I think he has one with. He, he definitely has one with the Raptors. I yeah. feel like he's was on the Bucks for when the Bucks won too. So he doesn't need to go anywhere. It's going to win this year. He might yeah. just go to Miami and want to chill on the beach. Yeah, because Miami ain't going to win this year. Miami probably ain't going to win this year. <laughs> we didn't. We didn't make any trade deadline moves like we should have. We're we're gonna be a top seed. We're gonna be hell to play in the playoffs. I don't see us running the gauntlet, but you never know. Uh, yeah, I mean, hey, the Nets open up a little bit of a uh, wiggle room for you. Oh yeah, we're definitely we're guaranteed top five, four now for sure. Maybe even three. The Celtics are really good. The Bucks are really good. The Sixers are playing very well. Uh, okay, Sixers. That's right. I think I think we're I think we're I think if you put us in a seven game series against the Sixers, it's essentially last year's playoffs with the second round we ended up winning in six games i think we win again in a seven game series with them but they're gonna have a better record than we are than we do this season yeah, they're they're on a roll fair. right now joe and yeah. been killing it so they're they're on a roll right now um next warriors hawks blazers and pistons had a four-way deal i did take a screenshot of this because i couldn't remember um the pistons get former number two overall pick james wiseman uh he never did shit for the warriors they finally traded him Hawks get Sadiq Bay from the Pistons. That's, That's a nice, not a bad move for them. A nice addition. The Hawks are kind of no man's land as well. Like they're not going to do anything this year, but they're going to be a frisky team you want to want to see in the playoffs. Yeah, in my opinion, at least like with between Murray, Young, Sadiq Bay now as a role player. You got some John. They kept on John Collins. They still have Capella. They still have DeAndre Hunter. They're going to be a tough team to play in the playoffs, but they're not going to be a top seed or anything. Yeah, um, for sure. The Lakers get back. Gary Payton Jr. So Gary Payton left in free agency, and then the Warriors like, no, no, no. And they they literally immediately brought him back. Yeah. And then the Blazers get Kevin Knox, former Nick. Mm-hmm. And one, two, three, four, five second round picks. The Blazers, five second round picks. All right. I mean, I don't know how they got all the picks. They had, <laughs> I guess they had the best player. They had Gary Payton. Yeah, that's true. They gave up Gary Payton, so he's probably the best player out of the four players listed. But that just means other teams are like, yeah, here, take my second round pick, too. I really don't want it. I think <laughs> I feel like... I feel like yeah, really we don't want to show up for the second round, so here. Yeah, no, literally. I think the second round picks, like, this, at least for this trade that I'm on, is like someone who doesn't want to hold on to change. Like, I really don't want coins. You just take all my coins. And then these teams are like, yeah, sure. I have a mason jar in my room full of coins. I'll gladly take your And then coin. the Blazers are going to go to the coin star, and boom. They got yeah. 10 bucks all of a sudden. Yeah. Like, literally, second rounders are pointless. There's only, I'd say, a few second rounders. There's, I bet there's more all-stars in the league right now that went undrafted. 
or good players will went undrafted than they were in the second round. I'd love to see that stat. I mean, second rounder off my head. I think Jimmy Butler is a second rounder. Probably the best one he got. I think he was early second round. I mm-hmm. think CJ McCollum might have been second round. Pat Bev, I think, was undrafted, but I also thought he might have been second round at one point because I think he might have got drafted by the Heat. Um, all right. I don't know. Undrafted. Yeah. A lot of undrafted. Um, all right. Next trade. Sorry, we're we're almost done here. Uh, the Knicks trade, Cam Reddish. Ryan, I don't know how to say his last name. And first name's SVI, Mahalik, Sviv Mahalik. I don't know. Um, and a first-round pick to the Blazers for Josh Hart. So you guys get Josh Hart. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh, Jalen Brunson found out that the Knicks traded for Josh Hart, and there's a reaction video where he's pumped because they played in college together. So they're called. Oh, uh, okay. That's cool. Nova. So there's literally. I like it. I like the move. I like the Knicks just being and doing stuff in the trade deadline. That's always good. They, they, there's the video is him doing something for Villanova and some guy walks up to him, shows him the phone and he goes, no way. We got Josh Hart hands me the one up. Like, yes, let's go. Start high-fiving people. So it's good that you're one of your best players. Just got a teammate he likes. Yeah. I'm I'm pumped for that. Yeah, I agree. I think that'd be a good move. Um, a three-way trade between the Blazers, Hornets, and Sixers. The Sixers receive Jalen McDaniels. Blazers get uh, Matisse Seibel who we thought maybe the Warriors were going to go for, but they just got Thibel. And the Hornets get SVI Mahalik, I don't know his name, and two second-round picks. All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad. Uh, the Raptors trade Kem Birch and a first-round pick and a second-round pick to the Spurs for Jacob Podal. Uh, the center for eh. Spurs, the big European white dude. He's definitely yeah, it's a whatever trade. If that trade happened, if something like that happened with the Heat, I'd be pumped. Raptors, they're not they're not doing anything. I don't know. They don't need that. Yeah, they're, whatever. Um, another team that didn't really trade anything, the Raptors. Yeah. They they basically traded no. Everyone thought they were gonna trade Freddie Van Fleet. Everyone thought they were gonna trade OG. Everyone thought they were gonna trade Yakum. Did nothing. Um, next, the Celtics trade Justin Jackson in the second round and two second round picks to the Thunder for Mike Muscala. All right, more depth. The Hornets. Uh, receive Reggie Jackson and the Clippers receive Mason Plumley. Mm-hmm. So that's where I th- terrible. So that's where I think Pat Bev might go back to the Clippers because now their one uh, their depth chart for point guards was Reggie Jackson and John Wall. So now they still have a point guard. So they might be going. They might be trying to trade for. Yeah, wouldn't be uh, a bad move. One of these point guards going on the buyout market, but like. Yeah. They're not going to go for Russ because Russ and PG did not work there. He tried that. Mm-hmm. So that makes me think they're going to go for Pat Bev. Um, next, the Pelicans trade Devontae Graham and four second-round picks to the Spurs for Josh Richardson. All right. Uh, the Lakers trade Thomas Bryant to the Nuggets for David Reed and three second-round picks. Okay. The Heat trade Dwayne Dedman and a second-round pick to the Spurs for cast consideration. That is where I thought that we we're going to trade for someone to make cap room because that was only a that was a cap space dump. That's it was. We didn't really gain anything from it. We literally just got cash back. But it's because <laughs> Wayne Demon, we just wanted his contract gone, um, which makes me think we're going to go for someone in the free agency here. But I, uh, I love those cash trades. It's just funny to me. I just imagine yeah. the owner calls them up and it's like, hey, what do you what do you want for Dwayne Dedman? It's like I don't know. How about the Thirty bucks. Want to pick up dinner? Want to pick up the check? 
the last three trades are all kind of small. Darius Baisley uh, is going to the Suns. The Thunder is getting Darius Sarek and a second-round pick. Okay. Uh, Bones Highland. The Nuggets trade Bones Highland to the Clippers. I mentioned him before. Um, and the Nuggets are getting two second-round picks back. And then the Rockets are receiving Justin Holiday, uh, Drew Holiday's brother, Frank Kaminsky, two second-round picks. Frank the Tank Kaminsky, two second-round picks. And the Hawks are getting Garrison Matthews and Bruno Fernando. Okay. Okay. It's weird to me how many, like, moves the Hornets made. Yeah, they're just – they're. I think they're worse than the East right now. They're just prepping. Yeah, it's just, it's just odd to me. Oh, another trade that I saw last second that I thought the Heat were going to go for that I would have loved is they were going to trade for P.J. Washington, and they didn't. That'd be P.J. Cool, Washington yeah. great. Put him at the four, bam at the five. The rest of the starting lineup is Jimmy, Kyle Lowry still, and Tyler Hero. That's a great starting five. Mm-hmm. What could have been? Martin off the bench. You got Strauss. Struess, Victor Oladipo, Vincent Duncan Robinson, Gabe Vincent, Yurt Seven, Nikolai Jovich. It's not bad. Yeah, I know. Whatever. Um, all right, set up power rankings. I do have the – I think I did top 14. I just did whatever fit on the graphic. Best odds for the NBA championship. Mm-hmm. I won't name them all because no one really cares about the Hawks' odds. Um, but this is post trade deadline. So I looked up the odds as soon as the deadline was over, all the moves were done being made. I looked up the new updated, uh, trade deadline. Mm. So, uh, we can talk about the impact of these trades kind of with these teams. First, we got the Celtics. They stayed number one plus three forty. They didn't really do much in the trade deadline. They didn't really need to, um, jumping up to number two is the Suns though. Plus four fifty. Yeah. That's a big jump. Yeah, the Suns now are the second best, most favorite in the league. Obviously, I don't know. Do you think it's going to work out? Like, absolutely, absolutely. I think? already, I'm already texting people. The Suns won the West, so the West went from wide open, pretty much the Nuggets conference to lose, to now the Suns starting five. You're going to have Chris Paul with Devin Booker, with Kevin Durant, with DeAndre Ayton. That's insane. That's a, that's the best starting lineup in the league right now. That is, yeah, with, that is crazy. With uh, who did they trade? They've got to win like oh, T.J. Warren, T.J. Warren. They got to win like this year. This is it. This is the, this is the they're going they're gearing up for just because they're going to be in hell soon. <laughs> Chris Paul, if they win this year, Chris Paul retires. I think KD's contract's up after another year or two. Maybe they'll whatever. Maybe yeah. they'll stick around. I don't know if he likes it. Yeah, but, they're pulling a Rams right now. They have to. But yeah, I I think they're going to win the West easy. I think they're going to. I think. Cody title easy title. Yeah. You think title easy? No. Cause me and Cody are saying this. We think the Celtics Suns are the perfect matchup for each other. All right. So you got Marcus smart guarding Chris Paul. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Devin Booker on Jalen Brown. Kevin Durant <laughs> on Jason Tatum. Damn. Yeah. You're right. Uh, TJ Warren on Grant Williams and time or versus Deandre. And that's literally the mirrors of each other. Yeah. That'd be sweet. Uh, so uh, obviously in that I'd be rooting for what, what seat are the Suns right now? I want to say eight, eight. Let me look. I'm, Do you I'm, think they could jump up to one? Yes. There's five. They're five. They're not even eight. They're five. They, yeah, they definitely could if they're five. That's crazy. They're eight, they're eight and a half games back from number one. 
One dude, one win, they jump up to four. So how the hell did they pull that off? They're thirty and twenty six right now. Also, shout out to part of my take for that post in the morning. Yeah, that's funny. With Kevin Durant's my next chapter, it's just on his shirt is the picture of the Suns girl with the blowjob. Yeah. <laughs> I saw another very funny tweet. That was great. It was it was Kevin Durant, Kendall Jenner, handshake, leaving Ben Simmons for Devin Booker. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was very funny too. Dude, that was great. Yeah, because it was like on my feet in the morning when I woke up, it was like the Kevin Durant trade. Next thing was like the my next chapter with the Suns girl on a shirt. And I was like, that's great internet right there. Yeah. It's funny because that's the same order of me seeing them because you sent it to me in the morning that, <laughs> yeah. but I saw the actual news before I went on Instagram and saw that. Yeah. So that's very funny. Um, all right. Best uh, number three for best odds is the bucks plus 500. Okay. I, I agree with that. So Cody actually asked me what my top four right now in the NBA is after the trade deadline. It's funny because my top four, I told him are all the top four for the best odds. Number four, best odds is the nuggets plus 600. Yeah, yeah. I could see the Western Conference Finals being some <laughs> Nuggets, and I can see the Bucks Celtics Eastern Conference Finals. I, I don't think it'll shake out that way, but I mean, if the Suns they should the be on seed, paper, yeah. If Suns Nuggets are one and two seeds, and Bucks Celtics are one and two seeds, they they probably could beat any other team in the conference to make it to the finals against each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of put, I kind of. I don't know if Cody listens or not, but he was saying he asked me that, and he's he's a big Luka guy, so he said the Mavericks are, are, could make it further than the Nuggets because they did last year. And I said, if you remember when the Nuggets last time Nuggets had Jamal Murray and Joker both healthy, they made it to the Western Conference Finals. This is the first year this season they had it, and they also didn't have Aaron Gordon playing the season of his career and Michael Porter Jr. having the season career the same mm-hmm. season as Jamal Murray coming back. Like the Nuggets are so good. Here's ever yeah, it sucks ever for the Nuggets, good. man. Like your players are all killing it in the moment, and then you're like running the West, and then Kevin Durant the, goes to the Suns. This was the best chance they had to make it the finals, and then they get mm-hmm. Kevin Durant, and I think the Suns are better than Nuggets. I think seven game series Nuggets Suns. I think the Suns are gonna win. Probably in six too. Probably, honestly. I mean, mm-hmm. depends on how Joker wants to play. Because even though he has people around him this time, and he doesn't have to do it all himself, he'll still probably have to put up like fifty points a game. Yeah, with that offense, yeah, yeah. 50-point triple-double every game in the playoffs to <laughs> beat the Suns. That's, that's how he has to do it. With Jamal um, Murray putting up at least, like, 25. Yeah, exactly. And then that might just cover KD and Devin. <laughs> uh, better not have Chris Paul get hot. because that, then Chris Paul should just not score a single bucket. He should just only pass the ball. He, 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 I would admire him so much more if his finals, if they make it to the finals and his stat line every game was 0 points, 35 assists. And like five 35 assists. <laughs> like every, every bucket scored is a pass from is a pass from Chris Paul. Honestly, I mean, I feel like you could make a great offensive scheme for that and it would work out. Honestly, with KD and Devin Booker, they're you just have you just have CP3 bringing in. You have Devin Booker on one side, KD on the other, and then you got Aiton in the paint. Aiton to clean up if they miss the shot. Yeah, and then Same, you just have Warren so, choose a pick, and then yeah. you pass it to the guy. So, Chris Paul zero points, thirty five assists. I want Aiton to have a six points with twenty five rebounds. <laughs> Maybe a couple of assists because you Kevin Durant seventy five points, Devin Booker 
70 points. TJ Warren, 35 minutes, zero points, zero assists, five rebounds, then seven, out. seven steals. Foul <laughs> like, out. Foul out. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> yeah, foul out at the end of the game. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. All right, number five is the uh, Sixers plus a thousand. They didn't really do much in the trade deadline. Their team was just good anyways, so they're, they're, they they didn't really make any change. Yeah, and that could be that could be what hurts them in the end. Yeah, should have made a move here. Clippers plus twelve hundred next. They yeah. really move. They really they really only like let, uh, drop people, so like got rid of people. So maybe they're gearing up for a uh, buyout situation where they butt pick someone up. Probably the case. Probably, but I, I don't think Vegas should give them points on that theoretical I, idea. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I should have wrote down what they were before too, because I I think that probably didn't change. Um, yeah, that's odd to me. The Warriors plus fourteen hundred. That's weird. I disagree with it because of the aspect I mentioned before. If Steph comes back, they're already ninth in the West. If Steph comes back, they're not a playing game. They're just going to punt the rest of the season. So I think that's should be way further down. I think I think the next four teams behind them have a better chance of winning the finals than the Warriors do this season right now. Okay. Uh, next one's the Grizzlies plus fourteen hundred. Mm-hmm. Cavs plus two thousand. Mavericks plus two thousand. Yeah. Then the Heat plus thirty five hundred. <laughs> Make sure you get the Heat in there. Well, if no Steph, they're not going to win the finals. The Heat have a better chance than them because the Heat are actually going to be a top four team in the East. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> a top four team in the East and it did not make in the playoffs has be- should have better odds of winning the finals. Um, and then after them, real quick, it's Pelicans plus five thousand, Lakers plus six thousand, Hawks plus ten thousand. That's where I stopped the list because they're all just. I think the Knicks are literally the next one. I did include the Knicks, but they're fifteen. I think they're like plus ten thousand as well. Oh I no, this won't fit on the graphic. The Knicks. All right, look at the graph. There's no <laughs> way this fits. <laughs> Like <laughs> and you put the Hawks on there above the. God damn it! Oh, I did it in order. <laughs> I just did it in order. Let me see. I, I might have this picture still of the order that I saw. It's okay. I'm a, I'm over it. So <laughs> the Knicks weren't even next, dude. Relax. The Nets and Kings were ahead of them. The Nets were still ahead of the Knicks. That's bullshit. The Knicks are plus fifteen thousand. The Nets are only plus ten thousand. That's some shit. That I hate that. Yeah. That's why That's some bullshit. That's wild. <laughs> this was this what did they, they, know? Made it, they made it a point that it was uh after the KD fun. trade too. Yeah. <laughs> wild. Um but alright, that's actually all I got for the trade line in what? In an hour? It only took an hour? <clears throat> yeah, something like an hour. Um, all right. Real quick. We will do next week. You know, this is a big bit of it. Uh, midseason review. All right. Uh, through, I'm going to go through all my preseason predictions. Yeah. Uh, especially now with the trade deadline. After the trade deadline, we'll see what changed. And we will. I'll, I'll go through and see if I was right or wrong. Cause I don't even remember. I know I haven't written down. I just don't remember what I did. So we'll see. All right. All right. All right. We'll stick with that. Let's take it over to the Super Bowl 57 preview NFL. Super Bowl 57. 
talking dirty. All right. Let's take it over to the NFL. Yep. Leading off the Pro Bowl recap. Do we have to? I mean, we, I don't know. I was just going to say the NFC won in a comeback victory, but that's about it. Oh, who who won the, what's it called then? I did, because I had the NFC. You had the AFC. I, I put all my trust in Tyler Huntley. <laughs> um, what, a, what a mistake. Yeah, I mean, I saw Trevor Lawrence threw a pick six, his first throw. So that was pretty tough. Pretty what tough a, to watch. What a bust. <laughs> what a bust. What a bust. What a what a year two bust. <laughs> get him out of here. You get rid of That's with the Jags in the playoffs. Yeah, but what'd you do in the Pro Bowl, buddy? Oh, pick six. You don't think we watched the Pro Bowl. Oh, we <laughs> yeah. watched the Pro Bowl. Take it over to uh guys got wrenching moments though. I did have a couple this week, actually. Um first up, Stefan Diggs. Did you see him like doing this like spectacular catch contest? No. <laughs> So it was kind of like it was kind of like they had a stage set up and pretty much you would like jump onto the stage and catch the ball midair and then land. Okay. And like like the pass would be like from a random direction or something like that. So Stefan Diggs was like hiding behind the cheerleaders. Pretending like, you know, like nobody could see him kind of thing. Yeah. But like his face was lined up perfectly with the cheerleaders miniskirts. And he was like uh, uh, inches away, and it was like, you think you're you think you're slick, buddy? We know what you're doing. I just saw Steph, uh, Stephon Diggs, <laughs> cheerleader, and the first thing was checking out this cheerleader. Oh yeah, I'm seeing it. Yeah, he thinks he's slick. He's literally staring right at their ass. <laughs> yeah. I just it's thought that's like, hilarious. It's like the dunk contest for receivers, essentially. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. It, it was an L, it was an L thing overall. I just thought that whole situation was funny. So the, um, that's actually one of those. Those are the things in the Pro Bowl I actually like watching. It's like all those. Mm-hmm. I love the quarterback ones where they throw at the targets. I didn't watch them this year, but yeah, yeah. So actually, oh, who was it? It was a quarterback you wouldn't expect that was just like throwing dimes. I think it was Huntley actually. Yeah, it was Huntley. He was like hitting every single precision pass. That is not his game at all. <laughs> His game is missing receiver by like 30 yards, but then but running the next play 50 yards and making up for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, my next gun wrenching moment: Tom Brady's social media post following his retirement announcement. Yeah, he was like in the hotel shirtless, just like sitting on the edge of the bed, full body pick, hand on dick, trying to cover up his dick. Just like thirst trapping. Now that he's like single, ready to mingle out of the NFL. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I saw I saw a lot of people were roasting him. I got like NFL players roasting him. Dude, it was so cringe. Oh, I couldn't believe it. It, it was, was hilarious. So, it was awesome. <laughs> I actually oh, have a gut wrenching. I have a gut wrenching from the Pro Bowl. The oh, only yeah, thing I saw, the only thing I saw, Jalen Ramsey going Jim class here and taking out Tyreek Hill, just wrecking him. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, obviously is more of a Devonte Adams pitched it back to Hill unexpectedly, but. Mm. The, not realizing that is just watch Jalen Ramsey just lowering the boom on Tyreek Hill on a flag football game. It's a couple so of funny. things I caught too from the Pro Bowl. Um, one, Devontae Adams, when he got his score, he did the uh, discount double check. <laughs> That's funny. Now that they need a quarterback and Rodgers might be, you know, looking to go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of funny. A little like nod. 
And then Minka Fitzpatrick had like one of the sickest flag football tackles ever. I see that. Oh, it was awesome. He was like diving at the side of this player and like just yoinked his fucking flag out. It was awesome. It was awesome. I definitely recommend checking it out. It was like the most athletic thing I've seen in a flag football game. That's sick. I'm about to look it up. Um, but the, <laughs> the Tiger Kill one too. I remember seeing uh, uh, what's it called? I did see. Oh. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, did you hear that over the thing? Yeah, a little bit. Sorry. Sorry. Right. Yeah, that's sick. That's sick. Um. Yeah, but Cam Hayward went and picked up Tiger Kill. I thought it was funny. <laughs> And he's like carrying him like a baby. Like he mm-hmm. was carrying small ass tire guy like a baby. Um, next up, injuries. Just I guess Patrick Holmes update. He says he's nearly 100% for the Super Bowl. I mean, no surprise there. The other thing, though, Chiefs. Oh, yeah, go ahead. It's funny. Uh, an order guy at the club just walked by. And it's like, Ryan, you like sports. What do you think about the Super Bowl? What are your picks? We'll get to my pick later. Oh, no, actually, I'll just say I, I think the Chiefs are going to win. And I yeah. said, uh, and he said, I don't know, Patrick Mahomes is 100%. And this was maybe an hour after I read something saying, someone saying Patrick Mahomes is going to be 100%. Yeah. Like, like, the, the, like the exact wording was Patrick Mahomes is going to be most likely 100%. And mm-hmm. then he said, Patrick Mahomes is not going to be 100%. And I just like, <laughs> I didn't want to well actually him. So I just said, yeah, yeah you're right. And I just let him go. Uh, and then the Chiefs also activated uh, running back Clyde Edwards-Alaire from IR. They did move wide receiver Mecole Hardman to the IR slot, though. That that's I I I think it's uh worse that they lost Hardman than it is that they're getting Clyde back. Yeah, I mean Jarek McKinnon's been on a tear, but yeah, I don't know. A, I can't. Hmm? Exactly. Like I don't think they really need yeah. Edwards Lair right now. Would they need receivers? True. Yeah, I guess. I mean that Eagles defense is tough. Yeah. But we'll see. Um <clears throat> so I figured I'd do the uh, headlines before we get into the Super Bowl talk. Just starting off with the headlines, leading off with the quarterback carousel. First up, Derek Carr. The Raiders granted him permission to visit the New Orleans Saints. So Derek Carr may be going to the Saints in the offseason here. Could be a worse situation. I mean, yeah, they they have good weapons. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They have a good defense. <laughs> yeah, they're in a really shitty division. If he goes to the Saints, they might, they might win the division. That's that's a fair point, actually. Like, like that division, he's going from a Patrick Mahomes division to <laughs> uh, uh, Spencer uh, Riddler. What's his name? Uh, yeah, dude, they they yeah. might get like eleven wins out of that. <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah, that would that wouldn't be bad. I mean, you got Kamara still. Can't Olave. guard Mike. You can't guard Mike. Uh, he's a bum. But uh, Olave had a really good. Yeah. Season. That's not a bad situation. Not bad at all. And I, and they still have that defense. is still really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then next up, Aaron Rodgers. So on the Pat McAfee show this past week, Aaron Rodgers announced that he plans to go on a four-day, quote, darkness retreat to contemplate his future. So apparently it's going to be a dark room alone with no phone, with no phone, Wi-Fi, etc. Um, and the only interaction he's going to be having is with somebody dropping off food through a slit in the door, like a prison cell, like like isolated prison kind of thing. So he's going to be doing that for four days and deciding on his future. 
if that was you, how often, how long then do you tap out? You're like, I don't want to do this anymore. For free? I wouldn't do it. Like, I, would I, I wouldn't last I would, long. Hey, he's probably paying to do this. Yeah, yeah. Like, like if I was not getting anything out of it monetarily, I would probably not do it or just tap out immediately. This is what's the point. That just sounds horrible. Yeah, dark cells. <laughs> he's in. But uh, if it's one of if one if it's himself, one of those like mis- oh sorry go ahead no he's putting himself into solitary confinement yeah if it's like one of those Mr Beast situations where he's like yeah if you're in here like for every hour you're in here you get a thousand dollars I I truck it out as long as I can I don't know I, I what, if, probably, what if he said that like, huh what if he said what if he said that but he said there's a minimum of twenty four hours. I, I think I could go for like three days, four days. Someone's yes. dropping off food. I, th- I think it's doable for me. Three days, 72K. Yeah, that's that's great. I'm cool with that. Mm-hmm. I think I could do that. Yeah, no, definitely. Okay, now, twist. What if it's a $1,000 <laughs> every hour, but every time you pass 24 hours, you get a bonus 10K? Wait, it's how many every hour? Same what you said, 1000 okay. an hour. But every day you get a bonus 10k. Ooh. So you go three days, you get 102. 102k. I'd try to push myself for a full week, probably. Yes. Yeah, so I don't know if I could do it mentally, but I I think I could. So if, if somebody's dropping off food, you know what I mean. Like you don't have to worry about that. Yeah, so that's already one hundred and sixty-eight thousand dollars for the uh, hours. Yeah, so if you do a whole week, it's two thirty-eight. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, like <laughs> that'd you be sick. You could buy a nice house without any payments for that. Yeah, and I would. Yeah, yeah. Then I could hit up uh, Ken's brother's painting for the paint job to do your new 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 walls. <laughs> yeah, but uh. Anyways, moving on. Lamar Jackson, the next quarterback up. Apparently, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens are, quote, about $100 million off on their negotiations. <laughs> I just think it's hilarious what the impression that Joe Flacco left on this organization's front office. <laughs> like, they are so scared to pay a quarterback any money ever since Joe Flacco. I would be, too. <laughs> it's, just, I, it's hilarious. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know what I would do if I was the Ravens. Like, as much as I say, just pay the man. If you hundred million dollars difference is a lot of money. So I, I mm-hmm. you have to think Lamar's asking for an insane amount. Yeah, exactly. Like exactly. way too much to the point where you pay him all his money, you're not gonna be able to build a team around him. Mm-hmm. But to his defense, they haven't really been building a team around him for the last what three years of his career. That's true, too. And that's where Lamar, you might think, all right, well, if you're not going to spend this money on anyone else, better give me all of it if I'm going to stick around. If mom would go somewhere, probably take a less and I'd be on a better team. Yeah, yeah. I think that'd be the move for me, too. Then uh, next up, Jimmy Garoppolo. Apparently, the Raiders are being rumored as front runners if Rodgers is not available. Jimmy G going to play mm-hmm. with Josh McDaniels. I think it makes sense. Yeah, old OC with mm-hmm. old backup. But yeah. I think that's just a lateral move for the Raiders at quarterback. I, I would agree. 
Like I think Garoppolo and Derek Carr are on the same skill level. But I feel like they were kind of like under the impression they were going to get Brady. Yeah, or obviously Rodgers because this is what you said. Yeah. If, so if, if they have they to settle, Rodgers. they're going to be like, fuck, you know, like, all right, get Jimmy yeah. G in here. So yeah, I guess you move Derek Carr, go for the Rodgers and uh, Rodgers and Brady. Don't mm-hmm. get either. Okay, fine. We'll just pick back up the same same <laughs> skill level guy yeah. and us again. Um, and then next up, the coaching carousel. So Jim Irsay announced that the final decision on the Colts head coach position will be announced in the coming days. I don't know if he's going to wait till after the Super Bowl or if he's going to do it beforehand. But didn't you mention he, before he was doing going to do that Super Bowl after Super Bowl? Maybe I don't know. We talked about it. I, someone, one of us mentioned it. <clears throat> Can't remember. Uh, and then the Vikings went out and hired former Steelers, Steelers linebacker coach Brian Flores as their new defensive coordinator. So Brian yeah. Flores no longer on the Lurs. I'm pissed. Sad to see him go. I'm not pissed that he got a good, better job. I'm pissed that we didn't offer him DC DC last year when we're looking for one. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It was a waste. Uh, and then the Cowboys ended up hiring Brian Schottenheimer as their new offensive coordinator. Yeah. I think it's a good move for him. Schottenheimer mm-hmm. has a reputable past as far as offenses go. I think it's I'm a good not, move for them. I, I'm not going to pretend here. I don't. I know him. But I don't know where he was before this. Schottenheimer. He was doing Schottenheimer things, dude. I'm looking because I know that name. I know him. I just don't know. I think he was on the. Uh, I want to say Chiefs. Um, uh, he's offensive coordinator for Seattle. Fuck. Georgia, the Rams in 2012, 2014, the Jets, uh, okay. the Jets in 06 to 2011. Jets. Quarterback coach is a lot of different places, like uh, quarterback coach for the Colts under Andrew Luck, the Chargers, Phil Rivers, Drew Brees, I guess, the Redskins. I don't know. Good resume. Awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> He's only 49, too. Damn. Good for him. That's a good resume for a young guy, younger guy, rather. Yeah. Then uh, next up, moving away from the coaching carousel, other headlines. Tom Brady expects to begin his Fox broadcasting career in the fall of 2024. So we get a year off of Brady. So I'll take that. Yeah. I'm not looking forward I, to him in the booth. I, I heard it was, I heard someone say it's because they're taking at least taking a year off because they don't have the Super Bowl next year. And he wants to be part of the Super uh, Bowl broadcast. But they, I don't think they have it the year after either. Because Fox has it this year, I think. Do they? I don't know. Does Greg Olson work for Fox? Is, that Greg, Is Greg Olson doing the Super Bowl? I think so. Oh, God. I like Greg Olson. Is he good? I, I never really watched him much, I guess. Uh, <clears throat> I just can't see him being that great. I, I I don't know if he's in Super Bowl or not. I don't know if Fox has all right. It's all right. Uh, and then A.J. Green announced his retirement from the NFL after 12 years with the Bengals and Cardinals. I... Knew he was on the Cardinals, but I didn't remember hearing from him last year. So I thought he was retired. <laughs> I, thought, I thought he did it. I, I thought he certain another player we thought that was retired already. I I I thought he was a um. Well, he quite quit. <laughs> he opted out. He opted out. Yeah. All right, and then next up, 
The uh, charges that we mentioned last week against running back uh, Joe Mixon have been dismissed. The courts did note, however, that the charges could be refiled. So we'll see what uh, comes of that. I, I feel like he's just going to be good. He's not. They're not going to worry about him. I, I doubt they refile anything. Yeah, I agree. And then the last thing I have for the headlines, this kind of broke today, but there was an investigation found that uh, Broncos quarterback Russell Wilson's foundation has spent just 24.3 cents of every dollar on charitable activities in 2020 and 2021 combined. The foundation has raised millions, but only a quarter of it goes to charity. The scumbag, you called it. Dude, Russell Wilson's a scumbag. I love I, I called it a mile away. He's a piece yeah. of shit. It's some bullshit. Um, yeah, that's wild. <laughs> that that is that just that was just the most wild story. I was randomly scrolling Twitter. I saw it like, geez, what, what do you think he's spending on? Actually, like what? Like you're an NFL quarterback that's won a Super Bowl. Yeah, you know what uh, I mean. Like, what are you what are you spending that money on? Uh, how many bathrooms does that house have? True, true. Do you so, think he sends like future money periodically, just to like not bother Sierra? Yeah, like I, he pays him off just to like not talk to his wife. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> like, hey, I'll pay. It's like whenever parents have to pay their uh, pay bullies to be cool with their kids at school. It's like Sierra. What if Sierra is one skimming off the top and she's one paying future and saying, hey, please, please leave Russell alone, man. <laughs> please stop. God. Um. Also, I looked it up. It is Greg Olson doing the Super Bowl. It's Greg Olson and Kevin Burkhart. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I think Olson's good. I think Greg Olson's better than Tanner Romo. But well, I'll see you on Sunday. We'll find out. Our, our our friend Carmen, our mutual friend Carmen, also hates Greg Olson. And one day he texts me, "Do you hate Greg Olson as much as I do? Because I just feel like you are you have similar like." Don't like for announcers. And I was like, I actually no, dude. I like him I a love. lot. <laughs> but then he loves Romo, and I hate Romo. Um. But anyways, good segue though. Let's take it over to the Super Bowl preview. All right. So before we get into it, do you have any like you want to go over bets, right? I do. Okay. Let's let's uh, hit on the bets before we do the prop bets. So wait. Uh, wagers. Wager signs. Wager of the week this week. Yeah. I got three. All right, I got three. Right. I bet a couple more. So when you get in the prop bets, maybe I'll, I'll toss in a couple of my little prop bets I have too. Mm-hmm. These three are the three I have actual statistics behind, and I uh, am confident about these ones. So I'm telling you guys. Um, first, I'm going to go with the under. A lot of people see these two teams, think they're going to go for the over, right? Uh, the over under when I wrote this was 50 and a half. I heard, I did see it got off the 51. All right. Okay. Four straight Super Bowls have gone under. Six straight Eagles playoff games have gone under. That's fair. In the last three Chiefs games have gone under. So a lot of people think it's be a high-scoring affair. Mm-hmm. I think it's a Super Bowl. I think both teams have solid defenses. I think the I I, I think it's going to hit the under. People think it's going to be thirty something to thirty something. I don't think it's going to get that high. Yeah, I really don't see it either. And I normally games like this, I won't touch the over/under because I just want scoring out of these two teams. But whenever I saw the stats that the last four Super Bowls, the last six Eagles playoff games and the last three Chief games all went under, it made me just like, all right, it's gonna go under. But I could see like twenty eight, twenty four kind of thing. Which that'd be over. That hit the over. Yeah. yeah, that's that's 
I, I like I like the thought process and the mentality behind it, but with that line, I don't know if I agree per se. Yeah, I'm putting money on it. I'm putting a bunch of money on it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing. So people doing units, I'm doing half a unit on it. I'm not that. I'm not as confident in that as I am with their other two. Okay. okay. The other two have a full unit on them. All right. AJ Brown anytime touchdown score. Easy. The next Easy one. money. Cash it now. KC is a bottom three red zone defense in the league where cool. AJ Brown is a top 11 player in the league in the red zone for targets. There you go. So Simple math. it's easy, easy money. Just cash it now. Cash it now. And this is one that kind of go to my pickums. I'm going to the chiefs minus one and a half. No, plus one and a half is a spread. One and a half is a spread. I'm going money line on the chiefs. Patrick Mahomes is seven, one and one against the spread. It's 87 and a half uh, percent. As the underdog in his career, uh, the best win percentage an underdog ever had since the merger. Ooh. And against the spread, that's against the spread, not straight up, but the spread's yeah. only one and a half. So unless the Chiefs come out with a one point victory, the spread's mm-hmm. going to hit if you hit money line. Yeah. So the Chiefs right now are plus 100 ever to win. Patrick Rams is 7 1 and 1 in his career as an underdog. Damn. I, I mean, I, I agree. I that's agree. crazy. I like and that that's bet. where I, I, I was on the Eagles. Most of the time, thinking about the Eagles, but as soon as I saw that stat, I'm like, I can't bet against Patrick Mahomes. That's like in the past when we, people would bet against Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, and it's like mm-hmm. you never bet against Brady. Why did you bet against Brady? It's the same thing, Patrick Mahomes. Why bet against Patrick Mahomes? It's gonna be full circle with this. The only person Patrick Mahomes has lost to in the Super Bowl is Tom Brady. <laughs> Even though he won the two, he only won the two Super Bowls, but still, mm-hmm. that, that, that's mm-hmm. me making a more of a stat. So my best. So this would be his second, right? This is third. This would be a second win. Yeah, this is third Super Bowl. Second. Okay. If they win, it'll be a second win. Okay. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Once more, my wagers are under 51. A- A.J. Brown, eight-time touchdown score. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs to win because he's 87.5% whenever he's an underdog. Mm-hmm. So that's just crazy. All right. All right. I like those wagers. Not. I, I, I like your thought process behind the first one, but I love the second and third, just like yeah, you I, said. AJ Brown, easy. Like you said, cashed already. I'm already counting that money. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like plus 120 or something like that. Not most anytime touchdown scores are like usually plus 300 up. That's a low one, but still plus money. So I, I'm for, I'm cool with it. And then I really think the Chiefs are going to win. So. Yeah, me too. Me too. But all right, let's get into the prop bets. All right. So it gets a little weird this time of year. You know, the Vegas lines, they start adjusting for some weird shit. Like. The Super Bowl prop bets like Gatorade Color, the Anthem, the Coin Toss, the Halftime Show, who's going to wear what, and all this kind of bullshit. So, I kind of went into an order a little bit, and then I have miscellaneous at the end. So, like, an order of, like, the like how the game would take place as far okay. as the prop bets go. Okay. <clears throat> so, first up for the Anthem. So, Chris Stapleton's doing the Anthem. The... Prop bet is for the over-under of how long it's going to be. The over-under right now is set at 125 seconds, and the over is favored. Yes, he – I heard that he is very – he's a – I mean, not, I, I've not heard. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are taking the over because Chris Stapleton, like, kind of makes things slower. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm with that too. Next up, so we have who will be shown first during the anthem itself. So, you know, when you're going through the teams, you're panning through the teams. Is it going to be Mahomes that's shown first or Hurts that's shown first? 
I mean, I uh, think it's Mahomes is favored. I saw that. I think it's gonna be Hurts. You think? Yeah, I think I think they're playing into Phillies' is America's team right now. Like everyone's rooting Ooh, for it, the Eagles. Okay. So I think it's gonna yeah. go Hurts first. They're gonna show Sean to them first. So I believe the the Eagles are gonna be wearing the home jerseys for this too. So that would make sense if they show them first because they're technically the home team. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's everything with the anthem that I had. Next up, the coin toss. You know, I, I didn't want to drop lines on the coin toss, you know, it's because it's very close. But I did want to throw a stat out there. For the last five years, the coin toss was heads. I hate, I, I love this because I, I actually bet tails. I already have a bet in. Yeah. I, I, I well, always bet the coin toss. So I, I saw a th- it was like a uh, tracker of the coin toss. So out of the last five years, four of the last were heads. Prior to that. The last, the four before this, all of them were tails. So it was like a line of tails, and then like four out of the last five were heads, and now we're this year. Yeah, I think tails tails too. Tails do. I actually literally got said. So I've been doing this thing where (laughs) there's this guy who gives out NBA prop bets every night, and he's really good. So I've been riding with him, winning Mm -hmm. the majority of them. All the money I'm winning, I'm putting into Super Bowl bets. So that's why I already bet all these crazy prop ones, and I already bet tails. Tails should, I, should I just like I wonder if Tails I, I should have looked if Tails wasn't favored. But like I oh, wonder so if it's it's minus one oh three odds. Okay. I think they both they both were one oh three. They're both the same. There's no favorites for it. Okay, okay, gotcha. Because it's fifty fifty. Um I would have loved what if I just like oh I never gambled before really with like an online sports book. What if I just did like Barstool Sportsbook, got my free five hundred dollar bet, threw it on Tails? That'd be electric. I'll refer you. I, I, I'll refer you to get the money, get the your free bets, and then I get for most sports books. They allow you if you refer someone, they also give you like a hundred dollars in free bets to the less than you get. So I would also do the <laughs> same. Throw it all tails. I'd match you on it. Um. All right. Real quick. Practice. Tails. Heads. Call in the air. Wait. Was. Wait, it, it like did the green screen shit when you hold it held it up. Um, it's the same. They, they look the same. Just one side has a little mark on it, so I know. Okay. So heads or tails? Heads will be the one with the mark. Tails will be the All one right. without the mark. Good. Heads. It was heads. That makes me nervous because you never get them right. I know. I purposely called head. Dude, the coin hates me. I purposely called heads because I was like, I'll probably be wrong. It'll be tails. Wall we'll feel confident about tails. See, I wanted you to get tails, get it wrong, so I know that tails is going to be right next time because you always get it wrong. I might. We, we shouldn't bet on the coin. I did. I'll fuck it up uh, somehow, dude. I my I took all of mine in Chelsea's wedding money and put it on tails. <laughs> we might not have a wedding. It better be tails. <laughs> we need to cancel the wedding. Sorry, guys. Babe. I landed on heads. I don't know what Babe, to tell you. I'm so sorry. I thought we could I could flip <laughs> our money real quick and, get, and have a bigger wedding. All right. Next up, taking it over to the halftime show. All right. So Rihanna's going to be the halftime show performance. And we have the over-under set at how many songs she's going to be playing during the halftime show itself. The line is at nine and a half songs. I'm going hard under with that. I was, I'm also thinking under. I... Nine and a half songs. Ten's a lot of songs. It's a lot of songs. And like Rihanna's a great musician, but she doesn't have many like Super Bowl anthem qualified bangers. You know what I mean? I bet there was under I bet there was under nine and a half songs last year, and there's five different 
artists, artists on the stage. Yeah, yeah. Like Rihanna's not going to get more than. I don't think so that. either. Yeah, I'm. I'm going to go with under on the songs. I agree. Next up, we have the color of Rihanna's first outfit. So I'm going to go in order of the uh, favorites here. So we have black at plus one fifteen, gold at plus five twenty five, silver slash gray at plus six hundred. White at plus 600, green at plus 650, purple slash pink at plus 800, red also at plus 800, brown and yellow at plus 1000, blue at plus 1200, and orange at plus 1800. Um, I'm looking right now. Oh, my color blindness, I can't do it, man. In all the promos for the halftime show, she's wearing one thing the same okay. color. I think it's gonna be like that outfit. Look up. So it's Rihanna like, live in concert. It's like green or yellow or something. I'm, that's what I'm coming at. Uh, live really? in concert. Yeah, it's it's the Apple. If you well, search right now, have, yellow has really good. Like yellow is plus one thousand. I don't know if it's green or yellow. I'm colorblind. So uh, look, yeah. if you if you just Google search Rihanna Super Bowl, the first picture that comes up is what I'm thinking. Of. I keep seeing this ad on TV, and it's like her with crazy it. hair and like a jacket. It looks either red or yellow or green. Rihanna Super Bowl. She's wearing a lot of light colors when I search Rihanna live performance. Her hair is like crazy. I'd say that's I'd say that's green. Green. That's what I thought was green, but yes. Yeah, so <laughs> See, it's like a it's like a yellow Gatorade color. Yeah. It's like on the threshold of that lemon lime color. Mm-hmm. I'd say it's yellow probably, but you could argue it's green. Yeah. We're either one six fifty and thousand. It's pretty good odds. Yeah, those are pretty good odds. I, I don't hate that at all. Mm-hmm. Next up, we have the color of Rihanna's hair. <laughs> so we have black and brown as the favorite at minus 375. Then we have bright red at plus 250 and blonde at plus 600. I think it's an easy lock on the favorite there, but that's just me. I don't know. Brown and black? Yeah, I mean, that that's obviously the favorite, but I wouldn't mind... This was actually something I can bet on. I wouldn't mind tossing it on red. See, I see if she's gonna be wearing yellow or green, she's not gonna have red hair. She's not gonna come out like a Christmas tree. What? What? She's a giant. Uh, what's it called? Chiefs fan. Yellow in her head. Maybe eh, that's a good point. No, I mean I don't know. I'm just I'm just thinking of her music videos and stuff. I feel like I can see her with other legal wig on and not her actual hair. I don't know. Gotcha. Uh, next up, we have the guest appearance odds. So we the only two minus odds are Jay Z at minus two twenty five and Drake at minus two hundred. I don't think Jay Z is going. I think Drake is. I think I, Drake's one hundred percent coming. See, but like I, I think Drake's too selfish that he wouldn't like join the Super Bowl appearance. You know what I mean? He'd want to do his own. No, I, I hundred percent can see him jumping in. Maybe, maybe. Just because, I mean, he, I don't think he's selfish like that. I think he's like, oh, yeah, sure. I'll come fuck around and have fun on stage real quick. Yeah. Get his name out there. I think the rest, no one from the rest of your list here is going to be here. Yeah, so the uh, other odds we have, the favorable odds, uh, Eminem plus 150, ASAP Rocky plus 250, Future plus 600, TI plus 700, and Kanye West plus 800. You can eliminate Kanye. He's not coming on. No That's one's sure. gonna, no one's letting Connie on that stage. Yeah, Goodell ain't gonna let that fly. Eminem was in this performance last year. I don't think he's coming. I could see Ti showing up. Yeah, I could see but, him showing up. 
for dead and gone not dead and gone um live your life yeah live your life i could see that i could see that too you're right that that's maybe that's actually ti is the only one i'm really like looking at right there personally her and and asap do together (laughs) i don't know if the asap one will work out i don't know what they do at least because aren't they aren't they dating aren't they together aren't that they're they had a baby I together. Have no idea. I'm 99% sure that they're married and or they have a baby together. They're like together. So that, but I don't remember them in any songs together. So what would it be? Just him coming out like, hey, I'm your baby daddy. What's up? I'm ASAP Rocky. So they have a rumored relationship. But that, it's her, it's her, her kid she just had. Oh, it's, wait, no, no, no. They, they've been together since 2020. Yeah. Yeah. I keep up with the tabloids. I know. You don't have to, you don't have to fact check me. I knew that. I mean that that wouldn't be bad, I guess. ASAP Rocky coming out and doing some of his songs too. Yeah. Wild for the night, fuck being polite. <laughs> I love that song. It's, my, it's probably my favorite ASAP song. Speaking of songs, let's take it over the next one here. First song, okay. So in order of their favorites, we have Diamond, Diamond, sorry, plus one fifty. Don't stop the music, plus two fifty. Lift Me Up, the new song from the new Black Panther movie, plus 550. What's My Name, plus 600. This Is What You Came For, plus 700. Umbrella, plus 800. Stay, plus 900. We Found Love, plus 1,000. Where Have You Been, plus 1,200. Needed Me, plus 1,600. Hire, plus 1,800. Rude Boy, plus 1,800. As well as Work at plus 1,800. Hate That I Love You, plus 2,200, and Unfaithful, plus 2,500. If Rihanna came out to Unfaithful, I'd lose my mind, but that would never happen. No, not at all. I I mentioned you before, before we started recording. Mm-hmm. I, Chelsea was over the other day, and it came up on. She's like, I'm very excited for Rihanna. She likes Rihanna. She's like, I'm very excited for the halftime show. And I said, what do you think the first song is going to be? It's always a prop bet. Before I saw him, she said Diamonds. And I said, that's a good pick. But, you know, I think don't I think don't stop the music. <laughs> so literally the two best odds is what me yeah. and Chelsea, without looking fine from the hip, said were going to be the first songs. It's pretty sweet. Hopefully it is. So I'll tell you what. I'm thinking it's going to be this is what you came for. Baby, this is what you came for. I can see that. Or... I could see her doing Lift Me Up. I think it's too sad for a halftime show. It's too, it's too low. It's too I slow. I can see her starting with it and then dropping into something else. Yeah. I don't I see Diamonds see. being first. Yeah, it's, it is the favorite. So, so I told no, I, I, said, I can't. I said I can't. I told Chelsea I oh, can see it being dark okay. and her saying, like, uh, uh, what was what, she saying? I just shine lost bright it. like a diamond. Yeah. So, yeah, I can see it being dark going, shine bright like a diamond. Everyone going nuts. Mm-hmm. But I also think that could be like a good closing song. Yeah. Beautiful. Like that. It's like very like big and whatever you build up to it. But if you just hear like a, it's dark and you hear, please don't stop the beat. Like the beat starts and then she comes out and everyone loses it. I can see that's yeah, why. Yeah, true. That's why I first closed my eyes and thought of. It's quiet. She says, please don't stop the mute. And the beat comes in. Oh, 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 oh. So I wish I saw Ponde replay here or like SOS. I'm Mr. DJ. I'm done. Shut up and drive. That's another good one. That I'd love show, or Disturbia. 
Oh, Disturbia. I just thought that because it showed up in drives on the same album as Disturbia. 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 That 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 might that'd be sweet too. If I Disturbia would be sick, actually. Bum bum be dum bum. Yeah. Bum, bum. I'm excited. I'm excited for this halftime show. My, I'm changing my official vote to Disturbia. I'm giving okay. it plus ten thousand odds because it's not even listed. <laughs> plus a million odds because it's not even listed, and I want to give myself credit. <laughs> All right, let's take it over to the cult classic prop bet. The Gatorade color. All right. So we have, in order of the favorites, we have orange at plus 350, yellow slash green at plus 400, as well as blue at plus 400, red slash pink at plus 450, clear slash water at plus 500, purple plus 750, and none at plus 1000. None's a sneaky one for me. Wait, they don't do it? Yeah, they don't do it at all. That'd be funny if it's none, and it was like because it's a Duke Mayo Bowl, they just dump a bunch of mayonnaise <laughs> on the couch. Um, now, I, I got I got some stats here. Okay, so it has been blue for the last three for three of the four last sorry three of the last four years has been three blue. of the last four years it was blue. Yeah, yeah, but one the one time it was not blue. It was orange, and the Chiefs won the Super Bowl that year. So if you, so if you think the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl, you're going to think it's going to be orange. Also, I did a little deeper dive at that point back in 2018 when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, and it was yellow. And that's the second best odds. And that's, that's the second best odds. Yeah. So does it roll with the trend and stay blue? Does it go with the Chiefs' past favorite orange or the Eagles' past favorite yellow? I, I, as much as I like blue, I think you got to go with who you think are going to win the Super Bowl. And I think the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl. So I'm going to go with orange. So you go orange? Yeah. yeah. I think that's the move. Yeah. I, I, I just, yeah, I don't know. But blue, I lo- personally, blue is my favorite. If I was, yeah, blue is the way to go. Yeah. Blue's the best Gatorade by far. For any sure. of the blues, the multiple blues, whatever. Yeah. Any of the blues stat. Yeah. If you take like a combination of colors, you know what I mean? You take all the yellows, all the green, whatever. Mm-hmm. Blue's top tier. Yeah, and not the just glacier freeze in the cool blue. Yeah, undefeated, and not just Gatorade. In most things, yeah, Powerade even. Powerade uh, was it Mountain Blast or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, like the Powerade Blast. name. Yeah. yeah, or Berry Blast. Or, I think it's Berry Blast, Blast maybe. Yeah, you might be right there. I don't know. I like Powerade. Sneaky, low key. I think I like Powerade better than Gatorade sometimes. I most times. There's sometimes I'll be at a gas station. I'll see Powerade, and I'm like, you know what? Yeah, let's do it. When I was growing up, if we ever had any in the house, which we, wasn't often, when we did is always Powerade because we'd always mm-hmm. get it's Coca Cola products and we'd always get like Coca Cola coupons because my parents like Diet Coke. So yeah, like we'd, so I we'd always get Powerade. I love it. I, I sneaky like Powerade better than Gatorade. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, next up the miscellaneous prop bets, the ones that didn't really relate to anything. I just kind of threw in here because I thought they were hilarious. Number one, this one's pretty usual, but how many times will Roger Goodell be shown? The over-under line is set at one and a half, and the that over is, is favored. Is this just from the kickoff to the last kneel? I believe so. I, I don't have a They're going to show him after that, the game a bunch, because that's not even fair, because they're going to show him after the game presenting the trophy, doing this, doing that. Yeah, I that's, believe it's from the start of the game clock to the end of the game clock. That, that's a better line than, because it's a whole broadcast, and that's way over. That's going to be like, that should be set at like four and a half. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, 
Next up, how many times will Tom Brady be mentioned during the Super Bowl? The over-under line, again, is set at one and a half, and the over is favored. Hard over. Hard over. I can see him saying this is only the second Super Bowl in the last 10 years without Tom Brady in it. I can Mm -hmm. see this being like the Tom Brady, a great, here he is in the crowd (laughs) if he's there. Or Tom Brady, just retired, Mm -hmm. goat. He's going to get mentioned a lot. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Or and because people love comparing Patrick Mahomes' trajectory right now to Tom Brady's career. So mm-hmm. that's also another thing they can talk about Tom Brady. It's like because Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs the new Tom Brady and the Patriots. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I think that's a clear cut. Like that's over. Yeah, I'm slamming that over. <laughs> then so for first Super Bowl ad, it was weird. I couldn't really find like a list of options. What it kind of did was it compared two. So it had like First ad between these two, like what comes on first? Mm-hmm. So it had Doritos or Pringles. Doritos is minus two sixty. Pringles is plus one ninety. I mean Doritos. I don't think it's gonna be Pringles there. I could go either. Neither, because I think. Do you see the pre, uh, the ones that already started leaking with the Breaking Bad one? I've actually. So I have seen like mentions see that of that, but I've been very good at staying away from the Super Bowl trailers prior yeah. to the Super Bowl this year. So yeah, I've been very right. happy with that. See, it's all right. It's it's. it's a, I'm mad that I hate seeing commercials before they happen. But I Me did too. watch the Breaking Bad. It's like uh, promoting like some kind of chip. It's not mm. Pringles or Doritos. It's like a. It's yeah, like one of those weird chip. chick pop or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Mm. And it's it's a it's a hilarious commercial. But since I've seen that a few times already, I feel like that's just gonna be the first one. Okay, gotcha. Uh, next up, so we have Heineken versus Budweiser. Heineken. Uh, is plus 110, Budweiser's minus 145. I'm going to neither get in on this one, too. Who are you taking? Uh, I think Coors Light and Miller Light are doing a whole campaign where it's, since they're the same company, which beer is better, Coors Light Miller Light? And they're going to have people vote on it. So I think there's going to be an early commercial for that. Then at the end of the game, come back with the results. Like you vote during the game. It's like a it's like, it's like a head-to-head Miller Light versus Coors Light thing that they're, they've been talking about doing. So I can see it being that. <laughs> I saw one video pop up on my feed and it was like best Super Bowl commercials in like recent history. Mm-hmm. And one that I forgot about that I do love was David Harbour's uh, Tide ad. That's where he just came one. in randomly. He's like, no, it's Tide ad. Yeah. It's like a whole beer fountain or something. He's like, Tide. Uh, I, I love that commercial. I actually think I wrote on the blog when the last blog I wrote before, besides mm-hmm. NBA things was the uh, ranking the Super Bowl commercials from from that year. And yeah, that was number one. And then I also think that same year, Danny DeVito as the red M&M. Yeah, that was a good I, one, too. Yeah, I think that's two years ago. I think that was the uh, Chiefs box Super Bowl. Gotcha. I think it was. Um, And then probably one of my favorite ones that I like doing for the prop bets. Who will the Super Bowl MVP thank or refer to in his first in his speech? So who will we refer to first in that speech of his MP, MVP acceptance? Teammates is favored at minus 150. God slash religion is plus 150. The city slash fans is plus 1,000. Personal family is plus 1,600. The coaches are plus 2,800. And the team owner is plus 4,000. I tell you what. If I thought the Eagles were going to win the Super Bowl, I'd go all day city and fans on that. when you're reading it off, that was, that was my first thought process. If Jalen Hurts wins, he's sinking Philly first. For sure. For sure. 
It was, with that fan, but anyway, thank it was you, Bird Nation or something like yeah. that. Philly. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. baby. It's something yeah. like that. It's going to be that. Now I'm thinking if it's Patrick Mahomes, because you got to think of a quarterback for MVP and stuff. That's a tough one. I can yeah, because I don't think it's family. It's not gonna be. It's not gonna be KC. It's not gonna be owners. I, I'm thinking it's either gonna be teammates or coaches. I think it's gonna be either thanks Coach Reed first. Is he religious? Or, I don't. I never. How many really times does he go to church? Probably never. He plays on Sundays. Probably never. Yeah. Fuck. Family. I can see family, teammates, coaches for him. Oh, family would suck. Well, he's just about to have another kid. He has to go family. Oh, yeah. He, he has one kid and his wife's pregnant. He has to go family for that reason. But I can see Coach Reed had a tough couple years. His one song about that DUI, like manslaughter yeah, case. Yeah, that's right. His other son died a long time ago, OD. I can see him think, like, thinking Coach Reed is the second, back, second Super Bowl with him. Damn. Yeah, you might be right. I, don't know. I think it's family. Coaches are family. I don't know. I mean, those are both good odds at the end yeah, of the day, I, but I, it's just I, tough to decide between them. You're a thousand percent right. If Philly wins, it's City first. Philly, for sure. Philly for sure. first. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's all I have for the prop bets, though. So I also have a couple. I just want to throw in there the ones I did bet with my money that I've been winning. Um, I obviously said tails. Another yeah. good one I saw um, that I bet is the first kickoff, touchback or not. I bet touchback. Yeah, touchback's probably favored, right? Minus one fifty nine, I think t- not is like plus one something. Yeah, yeah. Um, this one is plus four oh five, so good odds here. Five bucks to one twenty. Um, any field goal or extra point to hit the crossbar. Ooh, that's a fun one to cheer for. Yeah, that it, would be electric. I don't think I'm concerned. It's like, hit I don't the know crossbar. if it, <laughs> I don't know if it hits the crossbar and bounces out, or if it hits the crossbar and still goes in. If that still counts or not? Because it just. I would say that crossbar. counts. If it hits the crossbar in any way, shape, or form, I think it counts. See, I would too. But if I'm the sports book, I don't know. If it, I don't know what the sports book thinks. What What's the exact verbiage of it again? Any field goal or extra point attempt to hit the upright or crossbar, yes or no? And I put yes. I would say if it goes in, that still counts. I think so too. That's what I'm hoping on at least. Based off the That'd way so that's fun. worded. That, that's gonna be like so fun to retrieve for as the first member. You would have to say like misses by hitting crossbar or uprights. Yeah, I said that to uh, someone at work, and they said, well, "If only the Cowboys made the Super Bowl." I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the last yeah, he would have just missed wide left. Like, yeah, would hit the crossbar. <laughs> yeah, the last one I have is plus five hundred. Mm-hmm. This is an odd boost. Okay. Um, Travis Kelsey or Dallas Goddard. They have two touchdowns. So it can't be one and one. One of them has has two. No, it's either. They both have one of them has to have two. And I think Travis Kelsey, I think if you go Travis Kelsey, two touchdowns, it's not crazy with all those receivers hurt. It's not crazy. Yeah. Plus five. Plus like Goddard. That's not a bad option. Yeah, It's plus 500. I threw through like that's not a bad like backup tight end to have get two touchdowns. Yeah. It's not bad. It's, I mean, yeah, Goddard can easily do it himself too. Mm-hmm. I, I, put, I put ten bucks on it, so it's ten to one fifty. So not that bad. To win what? Uh, fifty. Oh, ten to win fifty. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's not good. bad. Not bad. <clears throat> That's all I got all right. so far. Well, with that, let's take it over to the Pickums. Super Bowl Fifty Seven. 
Pickums, pickums, pickums. Pickums. So, wait, what the hell is the score now? <laughs> A lot, the little. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Uh, 185 to 191. So, only six. That's fine. What is it? L V I I? Seven. 57, yeah. So it's L V. Okay. That's 55, then two dashes. Honestly? I mean, we kind of alluded to it already, but I, I'm, I'm betting the Chiefs. I'm picking the Eagles. Okay, you're doing the safety net. Not really safety net because I'd rather have real hard cash than a point when the contest I already won. It's I'm afraid of Philly people coming at me. <laughs> I'm afraid of Owen, our friend Owen, a diehard Eagles fan. I'm afraid that he's gonna see this and be like just lose all respect for me because I've been riding the Eagles this whole time. I just don't think they're going to win. And I'm betting my money that they're not going to win, but I, <laughs> I don't want people to think I'm just, <laughs> I don't want, I don't feel like people coming at me. So for the graphic, for those who aren't listening, you're going to have people calling you like sending you voice chats in your DM. Go birds. <laughs> yeah, well, another thing though, too, is since I'm putting my money on the chiefs, I kind of see my going to the chiefs because you're probably going to go opposite of me, just to try to lower the well, gap. Well, yeah, I, I think the Chiefs are going to win anyways for the reasons we've been saying all. But if I went Chiefs, would you go on Eagles on the graphic? Honestly, no. I would stay with the Chiefs. That's I what, mean, that's I lost re- anyway, so. It's another reason I wanted to get. So, for the last couple of weeks, I did, I did the Eagles. You did the opposite. And Owen replied to the one, yeah, I hope God keeps going against the Eagles because they're going to win now. So, I kind of want to. You would go with the Eagles so oh, they fuck. lose, so I win Is money. Is that the reason they're going to win? That's what I'm afraid of. I'll change it right Eagles now. Going against. <laughs> and it's, once again, I don't care if the Eagles win. I'm, I'm cool with it. I like the Eagles. I just have money on the Chiefs because I think they're going to win. I don't want to put money on the Eagles if I don't think they're going to win. Yeah. God, I just... Uh, fucking Philly. Fucking Philly, man. Go Eagles. I'll go Chiefs. <laughs> I go Eagles. You go Chiefs. Yeah, I don't want to do it. But like you saying that and me looking back jinx, at these picks. What if you drink? What if you jinx it and so the Chiefs lose? I mean, you don't like Philly, so you want the Chiefs, the Eagles to lose. I have yeah. money on the, at the Chiefs, so I want the Eagles to lose. But well. I do have that long-standing like debate with you about how many Super Bowls is Mahomes going to win. Really? And I think we said like more than three. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think so. So, like, him losing the Super Bowl would help me. Oh, you have the under and I have the over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. Okay, I, I, I do remember Do you remember that, that conversation? I do now. I thought you were saying I yeah. had under, and I was like, wait, what? Because I've been, I've been on the Patrick Mahomes train. Yeah, because, like, I have one I have like one buddy at my work that, like, like, I'm one of the few guys in the office. So, like, he's another guy. We talk we talk shop about football every sun, every Monday when we come in. So we were talking about the Super Bowl, and I was, like, mentioning, like, I don't know, man. Like, I think Mahomes just has this in the bag. And I was like, I, I don't think you win many more after this, but this one just seems like an easy one. But I'm I I'm, I'm just going to stick with the Chiefs. I'm just going to do it. All right. Put me down at the Eagles. Put me at the Eagles, I guess. I don't want people fighting with me. <laughs> Go Birds. I'm not going to be with any Eagles fans, so I can <laughs> – openly cheer against somewhat in the privacy of my own home but but for the eagles fans that follow us that don't ever listen to the pod you're just gonna 
comment anytime I'd say something not Philly <laughs> and talk shit. There's another one on Twitter, our, our, my buddy Brandon from UBJ. I just made a joke the one time. It's like, which quarterback in the championship weekend do you think has the brightest future? And it had Patrick Mahomes, it had Jalen Hurts, and it had uh, Joe Burrow. And I just commented, I just quote tweeted and said, uh, Brock Purdy. as a good joke. And he's like, what the fuck are you smoking? Like, he what are you kidding? Jalen Hurts is an MVP candidate. Yeah, and I'm just like, ah. Oh. I didn't even reply. I think I said, yeah, are you? He said, what, are, you, are you smoking or something? I said, yeah, are you? Like, I, we, I, said, I you. like Jalen Hurts. I liked him last year at the end of last year. But I just think, like, he's being way too overhyped at this moment. One thing, since we're actually, this is super, we'll really talk about it. Well, some, the, the reasoning, the guy I said, what's your reasoning for not picking the Eagles? And I just said, they haven't played anyone all year. And they said, yeah, yes, they haven't had a formidable opponent. They said, yes, they haven't played the Cowboys. And I said, the first time they played the Cowboys, they had Cooper Rush playing for the Cowboys. Second time they played the Cowboys, Garner Minshew started for the Eagles. You never got a full-on Eagles versus Cowboys, and that's the only team they had on their schedule that was good. Mm-hmm. Then the other, other one was 49ers, and the 49ers didn't have a quarterback. At and all. <laughs> and people, and then, then the counterpoint to that from Eagles people are that the 49ers had the number one defense in the league, and the Eagles still put up 30 points. Well, yeah, because two of the touchdowns were turnovers by the non-quarterback on the yeah. 49ers that put mm-hmm. him in red zone. And then the it, other one. Yeah, it's tough to play defense when you're playing half the field. Yeah, and also uh, all the three and outs caused by not having a quarterback, that means that 49ers defense was so gassed by the end of the, end of the game, they just couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I Once again, I like the Eagles. Yeah. I just – the Chiefs have played hard teams all season. They've played high, like tough competitors all season. Like they played in games like this. The See, it's have- weird for me. I I like the Eagles team. I don't like the Eagles fans. So in turn, I almost root against the Eagles because I don't want to hear from fans. I get that too. I always like the Eagles team. I don't like the Eagles fans because mm-hmm. of their other sports. Yeah. And I also just feel like I'm a for football. I don't mm-hmm. think there's a Pittsburgh-Philly rivalry at all, so I don't care about it. I don't think seem Steelers and Eagles fans I don't understand how there's like a little rivalry there because it's not. Um, but for some reason, I'll just catch random strays from Eagles <laughs> fans all the time. They're getting cockier and cockier. That's all the it only, is. Yeah, the only one that like I that like that is uh, cool with it is like mm-hmm. Owen, and Owen was on Twitter last week posting <laughs> anti-Steelers stuff. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? No, yeah, they're getting cockier and cockier, man. Like it's like yeah. when the Browns won that playoff game, and then they got Deshaun Watson. It's like they were like on cloud nine. Yeah, and that's kind of where like the Eagles fans are at, like over the past few years, like winning the Super Bowl and then being back in the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. Like they just, I don't know. Like usually, so, like when they were assholes, you could just be like, ah, you know, they don't have any Super Bowls, whatever. Yeah. Then they won a Super Bowl, it was like, yeah, but you know, you got you got one. Congrats, whatever. Now you're in another one. And it's now like, they're like in a dynasty mode right now. Yeah, and now it's like, fuck. Now like they have like a base to their fucking argument. But yeah, like, their argument is never like... Young, yeah, they have a young quarterback. They have a young coach. They have a good defense. Like They're, they're going to be good for the next couple of years. So there's not mm-hmm. really argument back. And we're rebuilding. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the Owen tweet was... It was like he quote tweeted like a, a Philly fan account. Like, when what point of the season did you know that the Eagles were going to make the Super Bowl. And he posted the A.J. Brown pointing at Mika Fitzpatrick and whoever. Remember when they played the Steelers and he caught the ball over two people and they was mocking yeah. him? He posted that. And <laughs> clearly just like, whatever. So I just commented under it, uh, go Chiefs. And <laughs> then he texted me, 
bro, I wasn't like doing it as a slight <laughs> of the Steelers. I was doing it like, uh, what do you say? The, the Eagles never had good receivers, and it's the first Dude, time I've ever had a good receiver. You at him? What? He texted you after you tweeted at him. I, I feel bad if he listens because I'm not trying to talk <laughs> shit, but like he kind of started it. Um, let's see here. I'm trying to find the text. He said, Eagles haven't had a top wide receiver talent that just dominates since T.O. This wasn't hate towards the Steelers. It's just a point I realized unstoppable A.J. Brown is. And yeah, we can win it. And I just put, yeah, yeah, yeah. I replied, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, I mean, anybody can win the Super Bowl. Yeah. You, any team can win any, any given Sunday. And once you get to the Super Bowl, all bets are off. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, and if you do listen, I'm not trying to talk shit. I'm just very disrespected. <laughs> just very text them. I'm not going to text him. I'm going to wait and see if he listens and he'll text me because he'll be like, what the fuck, dude? Hey, hey you might hear some things. <laughs> I might be going to. I don't even want him to listen. The guy right. going to say Eagles. He's going to be like, hell yeah, Dan, you took the Eagles. That's all it's going to be. All right. Anything else for NFL? Go Chiefs. Go Birds. Go Birds. <laughs> All right. Well, let's take it over to pop culture. Yep. So I take the tank, fly it right up to the general's palace, drop it at his feet. I'm like, boom, you looking for this? All right. Let's get into some pop culture. All right. Leading off with movies. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? AMC has announced a new plan to increase ticket prices for better quality seats in the middle of the theater. So pretty much the more middle of the theater you are, the more expensive your seats are. The better the seat, the more it costs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Dumb. Very dumb. That's why I'm glad that we are a Santa Mark, Santa Mark family, me and you. Santa Mark family. AMC's also, trash. I wonder where the back constitutes. Because I'm it's an cheaper. avid backseater. I'm I'm a back row guy for sure. Every time. Back row all day. Mm-hmm. I wonder what that would be cost wise. You know what I mean? I, I remember seeing the graphic. I the the dead center middle is the, was the most expensive. Okay. Like obviously 100%. fronts the lowest. Yeah. But would right, back I can pull up. Like I can pull the road average price. Yeah, I can probably pull up. I saw a graphic with like. See if you can find it. Yeah, seating. Because Elijah Wood came out against this, saying that stating that it's detrimental to lower income households, which is 100 percent true. You're gonna essentially go into a movie theater, and if it's like you know, I don't know, maybe like nobody wants to pay for the higher price seats, so it's fucking you know just the middle of the theater's empty, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just gonna be like people are just gonna move there anyways to the middle because why not? So then they're going to have to police, like, the ticket seats, or the seats, you know? Like, hey, no, you paid for, like, the outside of the aisle, so you have to stay there. Yeah. Well, you didn't sell any tickets for the middle. Yeah, well, you, you didn't pay for them either. It's just going to be a whole thing. It's going to be more work for people who don't want to do more work. So why do it? Uh, Did you find it by chance? Yeah, so it's going to be $2 more for, like, the middle. So they already are doing this for um, the New York City Ant-Man and the Wasp uh, showings. And so, like, like, imagine, literally imagine 
the like the the seats we have in in Cinemark theaters, mm-hmm. like the the rows. All right, so one row up from you first walk in, you're up top. One, two, so from three to like maybe one, two behind, there's all the green zone. That's all two dollar upcharge. Okay. The rest okay. seem to be all just regular. So it's just literally the giant, the, the big, every seat in the middle, the exact middle is a two dollar upcharge. So everything else is the same. Everything else is the same. So like the top row where we usually sit would be just regular price. Yes. I'm cooler with it now. Like I wouldn't not go to an AMC movie now, but it's still bullshit. It's still bullshit. And it, yeah. just because it doesn't affect us doesn't mean it's not bullshit. Yeah, exactly. It's just greedy rich assholes trying to make up for what COVID did to their business. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we lost money because of COVID. How can we get more money? Let's charge middle class people more money. Let's do that. That'll work. That's yeah, stupid. It's bullshit. <clears throat> um, also, early reactions to Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania are that is a good it is a good start to phase five in the MCU. Yeah, I read uh, one of the nerd guys I follow, Eric Voss, said he saw it earlier. He said, I'm not giving you any spoilers. I'm just going to give you a quick opinion. He said, um, Jonathan Majors is amazing. That's good. That's all you yeah. need. At the end they of the also day. said, if you really, really enjoyed the first two Ant-Man, it's not the same vibe at all. It's very different. Okay. Which, that's fine with that, because the first two were just more like uh, street-level heist movie. Yeah, the stakes are higher now. We knew it was going to be a completely different vibe, because it's going to be cosmic mm-hmm. and but him saying he was like praising Jonathan Majors like crazy. So I'm That's very crazy. excited. I'm very excited now. Me too. Me too. I mean, this, I, I was telling my buddies, I was like, this this could put the MCU back on like the map. Like yeah. they've been kind of staggering recently with phase four with some of the TV shows. This could set them back on top. I agree. Um. Moving over to DC, apparently the comments that James Gunn made last week regarding the past DCEU has upset the Warner's executives, to which I say, well, make better movies, you fucks. I agree. Fuck them. Fuck them. Rich assholes. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, you're you're about to get some ASC merch. Eat the rich. No, I'm like the Eagles fans that were just like making fun of Joey Bosa. (laughs) Snapchat your little butt buddies. (laughs) Yeah, I'm rich, and that's why you're a broke bitch. Like, all right, bud. Like, take this snowball full of rocks. Mm -hmm. Um, and then apparently they're going to be working on a I know what you did last summer sequel with Jennifer Love Hewitt and Freddie Prince Jr. in talks to return. You're solid. What if they did like I know what you did twenty summers ago? (laughs) <laughs> or something ridiculous like that. Yeah, if, if, I know what you did in the summer of of '96. The summer of '69. Summer '69. Yeah, they get like one of those like you know like how Jordan Peele will take like a popular song and will put like that horror twist onto it. They do I that. Got, but for um, the Pride yeah, the Pride Adams. Um, I yeah, I'd not go, but it'd be awesome. Yeah, I'm just thinking of, I got five on it. Yeah, that's great. Like, like super dramatic, like us. Mm-hmm. Then apparently James Cameron went back and recreated the iconic door scene from, Titan- from Titanic. Uh, he hired stunt people portraying Leonardo DiCaprio and Kate Winslet. 
He then confirmed the long theory that Jack could have also fit on the door. Pretty much wasted a shit ton of money to do that. Well, we all knew the answer anyways. James Cameron's a douche. I, I, I like his movies. He's a douche. I don't even like many of his recent movies. He, and, and yes, he's a douche. Yeah, but he's just amazing. All time. All time. But he's falling off. Yeah. He's all time. I mean, after her too, more like after her boo, I guess. But. I mean, he hasn't done like a good movie since. Probably Titanic. Avatar 1. You think Avatar 1 was that good? I never saw Avatar 1. Oh. I'm refusing to watch either Avatar. Avatar 1 was just Space Pocahontas. Yeah, but people love Avatar 1. See, Uh, I think it just came out at the perfect time. mm -hmm. Avatar 1 came out like right at the, when you would go to a 3D movie and you would get those like crazy looking glasses and then you would, then you when the movie is over, you'd put them all in the bin at the end of the of the movie. Um, and it was like was it good. was the very first movie that was all 3D. Like every other 3D movie was like Spy Kids 3D, where they're like, "Oh, look at this," and it's like, they don't like throw a hand out at you. Don't don't dismerge. Uh, no, uh, I love Spy Kids 3D. Spy Kids 3D, I love that movie. Yeah, game over. Dispert. I don't know what I'm saying. Um. I heard Alita Battle Angel was good. That came out recently. Okay. Still, though. But the rest, yeah, the rest are like Avatar, Avatar 2, Titanic, the Terminator, T2, which T2 is Terminator is great. T2 is great. The Aliens, great. Aliens, great. Uh, Terminator, like, what, Dark what Fate. What have you done for me lately? Terminator, Dark Fate in 2019. Terrible. Uh, Terminator, so Genesis, what you've seen. Uh... But like Rambo, oof, Maroon. All right, Rambo That's first movies, blood part two. It's a great movie. Um, I have one movie that I didn't write down. I just saw the trailer right before we started. It's called Air. 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 A E A I R. It okay. is the unbelievable true story of how Nike signed Michael Jordan and started the Air Jordan brand. Who's playing Michael Jordan? I don't know. Matt Damon is in it. Jason Bateman's in it. Ben Affleck's in it. Viola Davis is in it. Um, I need to find out who's playing Michael Jordan. Then I'll have answers for you. Yeah, Air movie. The trailer looks so good. I mean, it looks very good. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I just saw what Ben Affleck looks like in the movie. It looks hilarious. Chris Tucker's in it. Marlon Wayans is in it. Chris so Tucker Jordan's is, not, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Michael Jordan's not in the trailer, so. <clears throat> Somebody's playing James Jordan. Yeah, his dad. Viola Davis is his mom. Somebody's playing his basketball mom. <laughs> yeah. wonder if that's Michael Jordan's mom, and they're just like, basketball mom. Basketball mom. <laughs> so, yeah, watch the trailer. So he's not casted yet. Yeah, I'll check that trailer. out, though. I'll have to see well, that. After we're done, it's so good. And Chris Tucker's yeah. right. How can you hate Chris Tucker? All right. Let's take it over to television. All right. So first up, I don't know what you want to do first. The Bad Batch or Last of Us? Last of Us surprised more. Okay. So, confession. I haven't watched episode two, three, or four of The Last of Us. But 
I played the game, so you can spoil whatever. All right, so episode four um, was the part in the game where they go to Pittsburgh, but they didn't go to Pittsburgh. They went to Kansas City instead, which is a lot bullshit. Were, yeah, a lot we of people got just, robbed. We got robbed. So a lot of people were saying it's because um, they, it, since it's a show, not a movie, they have to move west faster. And Kansas City is just more west, so they just instead of going from northeast, another northeast city, they wanted to go full on heart of Midwest. You can skip it. And I also think it was. Um, the location looks more like Kansas City where they filmed than it did Pittsburgh. I don't know. I can understand that, but still. Yeah. The so budget you had on that, you could have made it look like Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I was playing the game. I was telling you off the pod, but, like, it was so awesome just walking down Liberty Avenue, and the whole goal was to get to the Fort Pitt Bridge. Like, I was like, this is great. Like, I was sitting here playing this, and I was like, I'm, I'm amazed. Yeah, but, no, I, I can't wait to play the game. I'm waiting until after the show. Um <laughs> But yeah, so it starts off with uh, Ellie and uh, Joel just in the car. Two almost word for word scene, uh, shot for shot scenes from the game mm-hmm. is Ellie finding the porno mag and her yeah. her handing him a Hank Williams cassette. Mm-hmm. And so that that happens. They eventually make it to Kansas City. There's a traffic like blockage, so they had to try to go around and go through the city, just like the game. Someone faked injured mm-hmm. and tried to get there, whatever. And Joel's like, they're trying to rob us. And then it's just basically a shootout between them. In the game, they're just a group of, I don't know what they're called in the game, just like bandits. Like bandits. In the show, they introduce a new character and they're making it more like a community. Like there's a leader of okay. them. And they're setting up the show that the QZ in Kansas City was taken over by this group. And now the group runs the city. And it's uh, the one girl's in uh, two and a half men. Like the the uh, Rose, the uh, neighbor. Oh, that actress okay. is one of the leader. She did a okay. bunch. Of, that's the only thing I know her from. She's a she's a great actress. She's a that's bunch funny. Of, she's the leader. And, <laughs> that was a hell of a callback. <laughs> I know. And then you, what were the two brothers' names? Sam and oh fuck, what was was Sam, Sam the younger one or the older Sam's one? The younger one. I can't remember the the older one's fuck. name. I can't remember either. I can't either. Anyway, you don't see them all episode. But you keep hearing her talking about the older brother's name. Like, we, he's the one who mm-hmm. shot our guys here. Not Even though they know there's someone else like Joel. Yeah. He's the guy who shot the shot our guys. We have to mm-hmm. find him. That's the reason we have to find him. He's killing us. Um, and they're basically hyping up the whole community to get around anti these people. Um, and then also during it, during the show, they find where the Sam and whoever his older brother's name was hiding out. Yeah. Um, in the same building. The ground was collapsing and moving and making weird noises. So a lot of people think it's gonna be the first bloater introduced in the show is underneath this flooring in mm-hmm. the same building in Kansas City. And the episode ends with Sam and whoever his brother's name is uh, waking up Jewel and Ellie in gunpoint. And, and oh. she goes, "Shh, don't make any noise." <clears throat> like, so, right. And it All ends right. right when you meet them. You see the little one go. You don't even see the older brother. You see the one other one shushing Joel with a gun in his face. And that's how it ends. We're approaching one of my like favorite parts in the game. Nice. Can't talk about it. Yeah, yeah, that's all say. That's all say. You can't talk about it. You can't talk about it. You best not be talking about it, boy. No, I'm not. But this is why I didn't want to watch this. I want to watch the show before I watch the game because the game would take me longer to get through and I don't want spoiled for the show. Uh, confession, I just put the game on easy mode so I could beat it quicker, so I could just 
see the story. Get to the show. Because it's all stealth for the most part. Which, in my gaming history, I just, I'm not good with stealth. I'm not either. I'm really I, bad I can't do it. I pop my head out when I shouldn't be seen, and then I get seen. And it's like one of those stealth games where it's like nearly instant death. You know? And I'm like, and I got, I was like on like the second level, and I was like dying so much, and I was like, man, fuck this. I'm just going to throw it on you. Like, I don't really care too much about like, you know, beating it on a normal difficulty. Like yeah, being challenged I, by it. Like, that's I was I here have for fun. the story. Yeah, I, I play games with that for story. I'm in it for fun. I don't I agree. I, I usually put it on easier. Mm-hmm. I don't put it on super easy baby rookie mode because sometimes that's like not fun. If like I'm just mowing through people, I want some kind of a challenge. But yeah, I'm not the type to ever play it past regular. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I had it on Weenie Hut Junior level. Whatever yeah, that I agree. constitutes. I hate stealth. I'm so bad at stealth, and that mm-hmm. turned off of Spider-Man for a while. Spider-Man's one of my favorite games ever. I've done a game ever 100 percented. Yeah. And it was the early on when you're in the museum and yeah. FJ is like taking pictures, and then you first figure out how to do stealth takedowns. I couldn't figure out how to do stealth takedowns. Even though they were trying mm-hmm. to teach me, I couldn't do it. Yeah. So I just stopped playing the game for months. And then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna try that again. Put it at this friendly neighborhood level, the smallest one. <laughs> beat it. It's like, all right, we're good. I get it now. Dude, yeah, I remember I was I was struggling with that one level when you came over for a recording day, and you're like, yeah, yeah. you can just put it on easy difficulty. And I was like, what? oh yeah. That's <laughs> like you couldn't you couldn't clear the one warehouse, and I was like, dude, just drop it to easy, clear warehouse, and put it back. So I did it. I just cleared it instantly. Yeah. I was like, sweet. You didn't barely got touched. <laughs> all right. Anything else from The Last of Us though? No, it's, I love it. I'm really a big fan. Yeah. It was an awesome game. I, yeah. I did enjoy it a lot. All right, let's take it over the bad batch. So first, you also you have noted here. I just want to read your notes. Um, it's early. It's uh, airing oh, yeah, early this week. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's it's because it's of the Super Bowl episode five is going to be airing on Friday. So whenever you're so listening tonight. to this, it's already on HBO Max. Yeah, makes sense. Hundred percent. I saw they're going to do it early. I thought they were talking about like release it like Saturday night. Friday night makes a lot more sense. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be able to watch it then until Sunday at least. Really, I'm having, I'm having a Philly Johnny stay in my stay at my place all week, all weekend. Ugh. Yeah, get the Lysol wipes. I know, I know. <laughs> he's staying, and I'm and I don't know if he's watching or not. So I'm not gonna be able to be like, hey, pop on this new episode. If he's not watching it, I'm gonna have to wait till he leaves. Yeah, yeah. You should just throw it on anyways. I might just say fuck you. I know. I'm, is it coming out like Friday night or like Friday during the day? I. I I would imagine they follow suit. And probably nine. It's probably do nine. like nine nine o'clock on Friday, but yeah. I don't know for sure. Maybe it's I, I, my goal is to get sleep. caught up this weekend, like officially with the show. Maybe maybe I'll just set my alarm for like four a.m. on Saturday morning <laughs> and just wake up just and watch it real quick. Like, like secretly watch it in the corner, like headphones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then uh, next up, the Bad Batch. So I had down for reviewing episode seven, but I think they dropped two episodes. They did. Yeah, that fucked me up. I loved it. So I only saw the set episode seven. That's and honestly, <laughs> we started recording before I finished it, so I'm like maybe ten minutes away from the ending. Uh, don't worry, but we'll have to talk about that. I mean, it's it's a cool little two episode arc. <clears throat> but I will say what I've seen so far, I loved. Okay. As far as like the Senate and going into like this, uh, like essentially the storyline of like. Why did the clones get obsolete and why did they replace them with stormtroopers? I love that yeah. concept. I love that we're investigating that. Yeah. I'm assuming Crosshair is the 
assassin? Is he? Do, I mean, you told me to tell you. I mean, tell because I think it is. So just tell it's me. Not. It's not. Okay. Not. Okay. Cool. I like that better now. Yeah, he's not. He's not I saw not him on the hologram, and I was like, "That's crosshair." Yeah, crosshair is not in this episode. All right. Cool. Cool. All right. You will find out who it is at by the end of this episode when you finish the ten minutes. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah, you'll find out. Yeah, the last thing I saw was that clone got shot. Uh, slip. Yeah. He couldn't slip away from the bullet. So, so that's yeah. literally the last thing you saw? Yeah. You're going to love the last 10 minutes. Yeah. So and then, I'm then, pumped. And then I'll watch episode eight. I'm sure it's great. The whole too. arc. The whole arc. The, the, it's only two episode arcs. So they released them both. So that whole arc is done already. Okay. Probably the best so far this season. Gotcha. I'm excited. Yeah, I'll pop that on when we're done here today. But the only other thing I have for TV was just some new details emerged. Uh, regarding Royland on the set of Rick and Morty. Apparently, since season two, Royland has not been involved with the story development and merely provided his voice recordings. I don't know if it's true, personally. I could see them just kind of saying this to insinuate the future of Rick and Morty is going to be okay. But it would be a good explanation as to why it took them so long to create each season in between the seasons. Mm -hmm. Because he was just being a fuck. And not yeah. doing his lines at the scheduled times. That makes sense, too. Yeah. 100%. It could I, make sense. Yeah. I, I'm under the impression it's not going to be, it's going to be the same level of quality without him or with him. Like Originally, he I was skeptical, but I'm starting to feel more confident about he, it. Even if he, if he has to lie, he still helps write. There's so yeah. many writers in his writing rooms that, like, mm -hmm. you can keep the same jokes. Yeah. I mean, even, even if I, like, 100% thought it was going to be shitty, I was still going to check out the newest season. Yeah, just to I, confirm that. I think we'll be good. I think as long as Dan Harmon's there, it'll be fine. I think yeah. Dan Harmon, honestly, Justin Rowland's idea, mm -hmm. but Dan Harmon's the funnier of the two, and like has exactly record. Like, look at Community. The one season Dan Harmon wasn't on Community was season four was the worst season by far. Yeah, yeah. And Justin sure. Rowland, look at Justin Rowland's first like Rick and Morty short thing. That wasn't that funny. It's like, oh, look, it's Doc Brown banging Marty. Ha ha ha. The jokes in it wasn't funny. It was just like being like ridiculous. Mm -hmm. So just I think Dan Harmon, all the clever jokes and what really made Rick and Morty on the Ricky Rick and Morty on the map, with all the clever little like references and jokes is all Dan Harmon's head because that's the same humor as Community. Okay, gotcha. My gotcha. opinion. But all right, anything else for TV you want to throw in? No. New SNL. I, I've seen some clips from. It hasn't been bad. Is it Pedro Pascal? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did like a good Mario Kart. Uh, it was like a Mario movie, but it was like kind of like The Last of Us style. That's cool. I might watch that clip. So, so that was pretty funny. Um, he had another good one. He had like a few good ones that I saw pop up my YouTube feed. So I don't know. Like if I was like bigger in SNL, I'd probably check out the whole episode. But all right, let's take it over to Jams of the Week. Ooh, real quick. I, I think the NFL awards are going on right now. Oh, really? Justin oh, that makes Jeffrey sense. Justin Jefferson got Offensive Player of the Year. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Anything else announced? or just That's the only one I saw. That's the only one okay. I saw. Well, we'll have that next week then. Mm -hmm. The full breakdown. I'll mention the Justin Jefferson, too. Mm -hmm. um, all right. The only jam I have for you this week is also Country Song of the Week, Jam of the Week. Last Night by Morgan Wallen. It's a good one. Morgan Wallen, back on the map. Yeah, no, the new album he's dropped, he just dropped, or he's going to drop like 30 songs on it. 
There's 30 songs on it. According to Chelsea, Chelsea's a uh, Morgan Wallen super fan. She loves Morgan Wallen. We're going to the concert in uh, June. But yeah, he's he dropped like 30 some songs. Jesus. All right. Well, but yeah, that's all I have for uh, music. So, Ryan, take it away with closing statements. Another week in the books. Shout out to everyone who listens. Definitely spread the word. Um, we're going to try to get more guests on. So, a little more expertise, uh, guests next couple months so if you're a long time listener and you want to come on just let us know we'll try to find something for you mm-hmm. for sure um, Kent's Brothers Pain 412-784-1577 412-784-1577 and 2 Chains Live of the Week I've had this saved for the last couple of weeks I was saving it for this week phone sex for breakfast all kind of woman texts us met her at the Super Bowl told her I stayed down the street from Texas all right. That's the only Super Bowl related uh, two chains line <laughs> I found, so I saved it until uh, Super Bowl week. So, yeah. See you guys. Peace out. In case you couldn't tell, I guess I'm doing well. This is just part of our survival. She said that I don't care as she swept back her hair. I guess this isn't our revival. The ocean view gets me every time I know I'm out of line But I know that it gets better Come on, show me a sign As we're dancing here In the perfect silent weather Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat Only then will you know what I mean Baby, you of my phrasing these questions that you're raising just know you really drive me fucking crazy and even though i like your state of mind right girl wrong time baby you could have been my lady making me all hazy you really had me going on that night but even though i like your state of mind right girl wrong time some time has passed The days are moving fast We need to get to where we're going No matter where you go Even a stone's throw The things you learn are always showing Oh baby, I think I know why You aren't left behind These things are contradicting I know somewhere that I will pass you by With a sunset in the sky Do you know what I'm saying? Dance all night to the beep, beep, beep Feeling the sand on your feet, feet, feet When the sun rises, take a seat, seat, seat Only then will you know what I mean Baby, you're messing up my friend